On the Wake Up Radio presents your host, D. Ivory, New Energy. with generating mental images which are the result of impressions received from outside instead of producing original mental creations. All right. So I, I'll pause there for that, but it, it, if you think about, if you think about this, how we're taught the two sides of the brain, one is creative, one is logical. Mm-hmm. Right? You can see a manifestation of the feminine and masculine principles inside of one body. Right? So the imagination is creative. It just it, the, 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 the creative side of the brain, it'll just, it'll create all day. It'll just create, create, create. That's its nature to create. But yes. without stimulus and direction of the will, those creations pop up and they disappear. They pop up and they disappear. They don't really last long. Right, mm. but the will now will direct. It will hold on to one of those creations, or many of them, but one of them, and it will it will expand on it and bring it into reality with focus. Right. right. So when you understand like that masculine and feminine principle in each of us, then it it, it starts to make more sense, and it gives a better clarity of you know the different in the sexes now when you bring it down to to the actual sex of man and woman now it makes things make more sense now you can start getting a better understanding of if you're a male how a female um behaves or how they think and vice versa you know a female will get better clarity on how a man thinks and a man behaves because you understand that there's dominant uh, uh there's dominant principles of gender expressing themselves in those sexes just wanted to add mm-hmm. that real quickly Nah, that's love, brother. You you actually you actually um, took it to the next to the next phase in, in terms of the conversation because um, you know like like you said um, it, it does extend beyond just you know what we identify as physical genders you know um, and not in the sense that you know this that uh, you know this society is trying to twist things now you know with the whole gender fluidity and all that type of shit so you know all of us know better than than uh, <laughs> than to think some shit like that but. That's that's right on point, brother. And I appreciate you bringing the Kabbalion into it because the law of gender is very important. Understanding that, you know, all of us do, us as men, you know, we do have um, a, a feminine aspect of ourselves that, you know, in a patriarchal society, we suppress. And so, therefore, we're not able to operate completely in our masculinity because that balance is completely necessary on both sides of the, of the coin. You know, the same thing goes with the women. You know, without a proper understanding of the masculinity that exists in them, they can't operate properly within their divine feminine. It's, it literally is a yin and a yang type of situation. And you mentioned something about, um, about the brain. Um, and that, and that's very important as well because the right brain is, is the feminine principle and the left brain is the masculine principle. Right. And so on the continent, and I speak about this a lot. Um, and this, and this kind of comes from, uh, the, the brother, uh, I'm sorry, the, the sister um, uh, Marimba Ani, 
who wrote the, the book Urugu. Um, for those who, who may not be familiar with it, um, Marimba Ani in this book talks about how Europeans pretty much use the left brain, the, the left brain aspect that they're familiar with because they can't tap into the right brain the way that we can, which is the right brain is also synonymous to spirit. You know, it's that abstract, that creative mind, right? Whereas the, whereas the left brain is that, that, uh, that logical masculine mind that that's kind of like, it deals with straight lines. It deals with, um, you know, that straight to the point type of nature. Okay. And so, um, think, I think about it like the difference between colors and numbers, right? And so, because of the fact that the Europeans are left brain beings, what they did was they, and Plato was the one that initiated this sentiment that, um, that the Europeans logical mind can control the, uh, the African mind, which is more right brain, you know, logic controlling emotion, logic controlling spirit. Um, and a lot of us tend to, to tend to, uh, subscribe to that subconsciously without even realizing it because we always think that it's mind over heart. We always think, you know, it's, it's, it's more, it's better to, to, uh, rationalize and, and to, um, think logically as opposed to, um, following our heart or following our emotions. It's always, you know, put your emotions to the side and think your way through some shit. Um, but that's not necessarily the, the indigenous way of doing things. Uh, we tap into spirit, you know, we move, we move with the ebbs and flows of the universe. Right. And so, you know, um, I, I think that it's important to, to, point out the fact that if we acknowledge the creator as being the divine feminine, the divine feminine create everything with an equal masculine and feminine power, everything, with everything in nature. And so what the European has done is, well, actually I'm going to say this in, in, in the book, Urugu, uh, Urugu is a creature that separated itself from the female creator during gestation, which is, you know, while, while it was still in the womb being produced. Um, it separated itself before the feminine principle. So it's just raw masculine energy roaming the earth. Once it realizes that it can't complete anything because it doesn't have its divine feminine, it goes back to the creator and says, Hey, can I get my divine feminine? And the, the creator refused and wouldn't give it to him. So he goes out with a vendetta against the creator and says, well, I'm gonna go out here and create a world better than yours. And in comes the, the inception of the matrix, you know, in comes the, uh, the European um, uh, desire to control and rule over nature and understanding, you know, just like their relationship with the sun, that's synonymous to their relationship with all of nature. They're separated from it. They're separated from it, which is how they're so easily able to separate themselves from the rest of humanity and say, you know, we, we have to study this and compartmentalize this and, and break it down so that we can understand it again, because they're not brain people, right? Brain people created hieroglyphs and, and, and were able to communicate without using words which is a left brain concept you see what i'm saying um and so i say that to say you know understanding you know what what it means to be able to have the balance of both we use our left and right simultaneously in order to operate you know to our fullest potential you know so thank you so much for that for that uh for that input well i appreciate it i want to go down the line because i'm really grateful for y'all coming up on stage man i appreciate the family yarima how you doing god good i'm here i'm here been a long day <laughs> but uh we I, it. I know <clears throat> yeah um yeah peace peace uh, black power to the uh to the room to the family um awesome discussion d uh and very well needed 
I was thinking as Wealth was talking um, and, and, and you, um, <clears throat> a lesson that I got uh, many years ago. I was, I was, uh, as a matter of fact, I think I was really, I was really being poured into at the time, and some brothers were uh, giving me some information about, which I later <clears throat> ended up reading. Uh, the I believe it's the Aquarian Gospel, um, and from an allegorical and uh, metaphorical standpoint, uh, Jesus is going through these, in the Aquarian gospel, Jesus is going through these different chambers. <clears throat> and I think it's really synonymous with the um, 18 years that he went missing, that he went into the Egyptian mystery system, um, supposedly. And <clears throat> I say supposedly because, again, just the allegory, the esoteric teaching of it, um, just kind of take the take the meat and, and spit out the bones part of it. Um, and we know that that story is Isis, Osiris, and Horus. But in any case, <clears throat> he's going through these different chambers uh, of mastery. And the seventh chamber uh, is the chamber he has to deal with a woman. And um, it is it is stated that that's one of the reasons why he didn't marry, but it's also stated, even more importantly, he says that this is this is the toughest chamber for him because the woman is very is very complicated uh, and is and not complicated in a negative sense, but complicated in the sense of actual positivity of being very uh, um, um, not easily not easily uh, dissected, not easily. Uh, red, um, where you really have to put some work in. And so <clears throat> I think that from the standpoint of, of really challenging ourselves as men uh, and, and women, uh, it would behoove us uh, to master ourselves, which is why this, it, it, it always goes back to know thyself. Uh, because when we master ourselves, then we master both the masculine and the feminine aspect of who we are. And if we're going in, it, it, so so that's dealing with us. And it comes full circle when we talk about all the shadow work that that people need to do, and we, and, and myself included, and everybody else, when we talk about um, not taking uh, uh, leftover baggage from past relationships into new relationships, when we talk about the internal work that needs to be done, it all coincides to the mastery of self because God cannot come into, we, we, we use this terminology, God or goddess. And it's great. It's almost like it's, it's the same thing with king and queen when, you know, I mean, th these terms are better than other terms that we have called each other in the past, but uh, taken in it to its full essence, if we are God, God and goddesses, because these are the names that we use, and rightfully so, but a God has mastered himself. God has full mastery over himself, so nothing can come in and really rock his foundation because he has mastered his emotions, he has mastered his feelings, he has mastered himself, first and foremost. And so with the mastery of self, he has to have tapped into both in full spectrum, he has tapped into both his masculine and his feminine. And that's a hard concept in this, uh, uh, in this uh, uh, society that has so many different constructs to it. 
it's it's a hard it's a hard uh, 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 thing for us to even acknowledge in some cases. Uh, many men don't even want to acknowledge the feminine aspect because they think that there are certain going to be certain attachments to it. Uh, <clears throat> but there is that 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 masculine, that divine masculine, and that divine feminine that reside in all of us. And it would be the same thing. It's the same thing across the board with 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 women. Um, what we are seeing them trying to do is is uh, when we talk about gender transformation, we are seeing them trying to transform this right before our very eyes. Where now men are, and, and, and don't get me wrong, there is a, there 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 is the component of the agenda. The agenda is what what they're putting forth. But there's also that component that men are tapping into their feminine, but it's tapping into it's tapping into a feminine feminine aspect in, in a very sinister type way, because right. it's not what is meant by divine feminine. Because a, a man can put on some damn nail nails and hair uh, and weave and, and look like a woman. That's not the aspect of divine feminine by 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 far. Um, right. <clears throat> tapping into divine feminine is being able to uh, being able to share, tap into your emotions. Uh, um, even being able to cry and, and, and recognize that, that this doesn't negate or take away any aspect of your manhood and being able to go back and balance that with the divine masculine. Um, mm. And I think that if we start there, if we're able to tap into ourselves, and we always mm. talk about this, uh, and, it's, and it's really going into a meditative state, it's really going into that state of, of, of feeling tapping into all of those feelings, all of those constructs within yourself, breathing through them, uh, 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 feeling through them and not making a judgment on them, but just letting them flow through you. When we can tap into this, uh, we will be much better prepared for uh, relationships, especially if the woman on the other side has tapped into her divine masculine and divine feminine. Because then right. now we have a better understanding of one another as as a couple. Now we have a, a, a better understanding of one another in a relationship aspect. And now the roles become more clear because why? Because now we recognize that the roles can be interchangeable at any given mm -hmm. time. As opposed to, well, this is your role and this is my role. It should not be an either or and it should not be negated to just two things. We have the freedom to make it what we want. And I've always said, like, in, from, from the standpoint of relationships, yes, there are certain things that men are going to do and should do. Um, and there are certain things that women are going to do and should do. But there's also other aspects that are that are gray areas that aren't so clear. And sometimes we try to put uh, uh, we try to put uh, 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 <clears throat> not so much parameters, but we try to delegate that to, okay, this is the male's job. This is the female's job. No, those roles can be interchangeable depending on the strength because that role might be, even though she's a woman, that role might be better fit for her because when she taps into her divine masculine, she's mm -hmm. better capable to handle that role than the man. Um, and so I, I think the, the mastery of self Especially when you talk about Yoruba, um, and and and, and uh, the 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 part on gender that 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 wealth was was tapped into, 
um, we have to tap into first self and recognize our divine feminine and be fine with that and not pass judgment. And <clears throat> I think that you also have to be at a certain level to even do that. These, right. This type of subject, this type of room is great. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely necessary. But this room isn't going to be for everybody because there are going to be some, some men who are not mature enough to accept you have a divine masculine mm-hmm. in you. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's feminine. Be some, yeah, yeah, and, and, or yeah, divine feminine, and and and, and there's going to be some women the same way um, on the opposite side of the spectrum. That yeah, you you have a divine masculine in you. Yes, you have the the, the divine feminine overrides in some cases, in many cases, the divine feminine overrides that you do have an aspect of divine masculine. And once you tap into that, it's only going to provide you better balance for life. So, yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and, and you remember, you make some really good points, man. And and I really like to get into to the esoteric, you know, deciphering esoterics and stuff like that, and, and getting into the science of things because, um, you know, the the majority, like the, the basis of a lot of these, a lot of these uh, traditions, and even some of these new world religions, you know, behind the dogma and all that type of shit, it's it, the truth is in there. You know what I'm saying? Everything that we talking about is in there. You just got to dig through it. And so I want to, I want to speak to what you said. You talked about, um, you talked about the, the story of Jesus in those, in those seven chambers. Right. And, and, and that's synonymous to the chakras, like the conversation we were having last night or, or the other night about, uh, about our chakras and, and then the, uh, the masculine and feminine energies. You mentioned, um, you know, being able to flow and things like that. Um, it's actually impossible um, to rise to, the, to your highest self without creating and, and acknowledging that balance between the masculine and the feminine because that is the energy of the chakras. Remember, like, you talked about emotions. Emotions is energy in motion, right? And so we can make that synonymous to our life force energy, uh, the life force energy that rises from the base of our spine to, uh, to our crown chakra. And those seven, you know, those seven chambers, you know, you have to you have you can't get to the seventh without going through each step of the way. And just like I pointed out last night, you know, the earth, we acknowledge is feminine energy. Our root chakra is a masculine chakra. Our sacral chakra is feminine. Our solar plexus is masculine. You see what I'm saying? And, and our heart chakra is feminine. Our throat chakra is masculine. Third eye is feminine. Crown chakra is masculine. And if you, if you think about the essence of each of those chakras, it makes sense because the, the feminine chakras are the ones that receive, uh, right? And the masculines are the ones that protect, yeah. right? And so, you know, with that being said, um, you know, that, that symbol, that caduceus symbol with the two snakes going around the staff, um, every, everywhere that that snake crosses the staff um, is, is uh, you know, one snake is going through the masculine chakras. And the other snake is going through the feminine chakras. If you acknowledge the staff as being symbolic of the spine, right? And so I just say that to say, you know, you hit it right on head, right on the head, Yurima, because you know we're not able to reach that Christ consciousness without hitting every chamber on the way up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you if you are if you're operating from root chakra only, then you you're you're, you're an over sexualized person, and you're you're, you're operating in, in strictly raw masculine energy, which is how this patriarchy exists. That's why we're over-sexualized because we live in a masculine society, a masculine-run uh, society. We don't acknowledge that femininity, so we're over-sexualized. We're operating from our root chakras. We're operating from our solar plexus, which is our willpower to push forward, 
right? And that's what capitalism is about. It's all about willpower. Whoever has the, the most will, whoever has the most desire to win, is usually the one that 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 uh, that wins. You see what I'm saying? Um, and so, yeah, that, that's that's excellent, man. I appreciate that, brother. And while we speak on, you know, the balancing of uh, masculine and feminine energies, let's let's practice that right now and get some of this feminine energy on stage. What's up with the queens? How you doing, Tari? Peace, peace and light to the gods and goddesses in the room. How's everybody doing? Peace, goddess. How are you? Peace. I'm doing good. Um, yes. Oh my goodness, so much has been said. Like my mind is like, Ooh. um, so much science involved. Like, scientifically, like, we're gods and goddesses, witches and wizards, like, regardless because of how we're, like, connected to the universe, right? So it definitely has to start with self when it comes to the masculine, uh, the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And... Communication is something that we don't really practice amongst each other. For us to even help each other get and reach those rooms of a divine masculine and divine feminine. Um, I think that's a, a, a major issue between the two. Um, like, for example, for, for the women, right? The women in our community. I feel like a lot of us don't really feel comfortable with expressing ourselves fully because of how we're judged, you know, how we express ourselves um, sexually. Hang on just one second. I'm sorry. Yeah, she, it's, it sounds like she's bringing up a good point um, as, as she talks about, you know, the, the uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I ain't going to put words in your mouth. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, no, because my, my daughter was, uh, my daughter was uh, coming into my room. No, so it's like, I know there's a lot of ways that we suppress each other, right? Women are often judged with how we express ourselves with, without even, like what Yurima was saying, like, you know, we are complex, you know, like, it, you know, it is um, difficult, you know, for men to understand us a lot, you know. Um, we don't always express ourselves, um, like I was saying, because of us, you know, feeling suppressed with ex expressing ourselves. And we do the same thing with men, you know, with how they express themselves, you know. And to me, it all falls down to what has been, you know, it's like everything all comes together, you know. It's all in the trauma, you know, in our DNA. It's so many, it's like the way that this matrix is designed, it's like it really is designed for us to fail, you know, and the best way for us to get to where we need to be is to tap into ourselves and really heal each other and really be there for each other so we can really reach because our words like ourselves, you know, and, and I, and I have to keep, I have to keep reminding myself of how powerful, you know, my words are, our words are like, we're always, you know, casting spells on each other just, just by the language. You know, not knowing the language, like, I've been getting on myself these last few weeks of, like, I really need to get into a study and understand, like, you know, making sure that I'm having a a divine thought process. You know, make sure that my thought process isn't actually coming from the enemy. 
you mm. know, like really like, you know, like, like there was a time where like I really thought that, you know, like, okay, I can think and feel the way I do, express myself the way I do, and, you know, allow the universe to guide me. But we do have to retain some type of information to keep going. You know, like ultimately, like we want to get up off of here. So we have to be as, as light as possible, you know, judging each other and not being there for each other is the last thing you need to do. Like, and, and I'm just learning to just, just like really just be still and be conscious, like, you know, of the things that's coming out my mouth down to my movement. You know, everything is so like programmed. People walking the same, you know, everybody picking up their phone at the same time. You even looking down at the phone the same. You know, the way we're expressing ourselves are like, it's no individuality. You know, everybody's not being, we're not even really practicing spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, man, it's, uh, listen, it's a, it's a whole lot I can say. But, uh, you said but, you a know, whole I'm, lot. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we're having this conversation. Like, all three of y'all, I enjoyed everything single last thing that y'all said like this is you know this is needed you know I appreciate y'all for being strong to know to have this knowledge you know to bring forth for us you know to remind ourselves because you know I've been having to tell myself like okay I I really need to I I have to read I need to know because you know another thing is we get lost in our traumas when we're not in the present and not being in the present we can lose our memory you know what I'm saying by not being in the present you know, not being focused of what we're really here for. You know what I'm saying? Like we, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation. y'all. I, I really appreciate it. It's, it's much needed. And yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, if I, yeah. I, I wanted to say one thing to Tareen real quick. I'm gonna let you rock, brother. But I just want to speak on the fact that so, so Tareen, you, you mentioned, you said, um, and, and correct me, I don't want to put words in your mouth again, but you said that, um, you know, you said that you realize that you can't just say what you want and, and move how you want um, without without tapping in, um, and, and I guess without tapping in the spirit or something to that effect, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think I think you kind of said it in that order. He was like, say, he was like, say, say what I say and, and move how I do, and then tap into spirit. Right, something to that effect. Am I right? Right, right, right. So uh, I, it, it, it sparked something in my mind, and, and, and it kind of, it kind of—I don't know. It's, it's, hear me out, because I, I, what I'm hearing is 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 that maybe it should be the other way around, and and I think that's the the embodiment of the of the feminine energy versus the masculine energy. That um, saying what you want to say and moving how you want to move. That in essence, that in, in terms of energy, is masculine energy because it's 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 it's, it's uh, forthright. It's out. It's outgoing. You see what I'm saying? That you're, you're pushing energy outward by speaking and by moving, right? No, so what we have well, to do, well, what we have well, to do is. Well, I'm mm. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. What I nah, meant, cool, actually, cool. what what I meant by that was saying meaning like we're so we're, our conversations are are literally sometimes based off a program. Like we're not using our own language. Like we're not really having a full understanding of what we're even saying. For sure. So that's yeah. what I mean by like, you know, taking it. Well, yeah, no. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, well, that's, that's how I received it. That's how I received it. Um, where, where, oh. I, where I was going with it was that in that context, in that same context, um, you know, that's so, 
because we, we speak and move based off of the society in which we live, um, we, we speak and move a lot without first acknowledging the feminine, which is the action of tapping into spirit prior to the speaking and moving. You see what I'm saying? And so that I'm, and I'm not speaking to you necessarily, you know, uh, directly. I'm just saying, you know, what you said just kind of triggered that, that that's what a lot of us need to recognize is that tapping in the spirit by, 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 by kind of just sitting and, and, um, you know, seeking that, uh, seeking that divine wisdom before we make certain decisions or before we come out and say certain things. Um, that is the acknowledgement of the divine feminine first. You see what I'm saying? Because you're pulling, you're, you're reaching into that, to that infinite uh, potentiality of, of the cosmos, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Before you, Intuitive. before you devise, indeed, indeed, but before you, uh, before you decide and, and crystallize those thoughts and those ideas into words and actions. And, and which is the masculine action of, you know, speaking forth uh, outward and, and, and moving outward. Um, and so that's, that's all I meant by that. I, I apologize if I misconstrued what you said. Yeah, and I, uh, no, 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 you good. Yeah, I agree, I agree with the, I think the problem where we have it imbalances is because it's done the other way. I think people act too carnal and don't understand that we are spirit first. So you need to, you do need to tap in, understand your spirit. So you tap into spirit before you move and do everything. And the, people need to understand masculine and feminine is just like, um, to me, back of what well said, it is about principle. It's also about structure. Like we've been bought, been, um, bought into the whole, everything being so cardinal. It's, it has nothing to do with that. Everything is more to do with spirit. And it, it even in, in balance, balance still remains so it's like you know the cliche of understanding like everyone thinks it's a cliche and it's all man-made all these little sayings that it is a thin line and like you even said you have to understand that like you said many times Yurima and these two things can coincide at the and well two things can coincide at the same time and understand and respecting even the gray areas you understand? Understanding that they all, all coincide together, but it's about structure. If you think about children, a lot of and people, it's because we lack the structure. It's not, it, it's, the roles are not, it, um, uh, it's not a restriction. It's understanding that there's that order that provides balance that needs to do. So these roles are set in, pl- in place for that reason. So a man has an understanding that masculine and feminine th- that you have both and there's nothing wrong with it. What happens is with when like um Tareem was saying and, and Yuri Ma I'm sorry, peace to Carbon Carbon everyone peace because <laughs> I haven't greeted no one just started talking. Yeah. It's like oh, understanding you good, you good, beloved. <laughs> it's understanding that um it's understanding that um if once any part is suppressed, it will come full felt full full a full throttle and that's what's happening like like we said women some women like to suppress their masculinity some men like to suppress their femininity so then the more you suppress it it comes full throttle so it becomes where it's a base is of confusion and that's the whole part of this realm this lower dimension this is the whole part of this this this, this uh, matrix it's about the confusion and this is what they they tend to want you to do so in terms of what he said they want you to act and and and, and do things first without understanding the spiritual implication of what you're doing you understand what i'm saying to you so it's not about if there's nothing wrong with it but what's happening is 
it both ways. Like for me, I'm speaking for me. I feel like I have to um, reside in my masculine. You understand more than thing because of the imbalance of the fact that there is a lot of men that are become very much, and I hate these terms, beta male, and you know that. But like, there's a lowering or where they might um, reside in their feminine in a way that they don't, <laughs> you, you know, and they don't understand. Call it what yeah. it is. Call yeah. it what it is, Empress. They beta bitch males. Come yeah, on. they're bit. Yeah, they're, uh. yeah. They're, <laughs> yes, yeah, they're beta bitches. Like so, it it, <laughs> it it makes you have to, and it's and it is very tiring. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like you have to understand. Is is even in all things, it's just making sure that you provide the balance in all things. And this thing, it's like we have lost. The understanding of that, you understand, because we mm-hmm. we 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 don't respect the where you have to really you really do have to draw a line in things. You understand, because exactly. if you don't, everything comes becomes um, mixed in together, and that is confusion. So, if mm-hmm. I hate when people understand even um, the abuse of the word submission is like I uh, uh, posted on. Instagram is that if someone treats you well, you're going to want to do what you need to do for them. You understand? Because that's exactly what it is. It's like you need to understand that there's nothing wrong with um, having both of these energies. They both play a um, specific part in what is needed of you and you have to understand it's about spirit first and it's really just about and it is principle it's not we've made it too carnal we've made it too physical we've made it we've allowed ourselves to be co-opted in this everything is like the um physical and not understanding the spiritual of it is and it's needed and in this time right now where we have it all gender roles and stuff this this a lot of people should be in this room so they can really grasp the understanding of what it means um, masculine energy um, and feminine uh, feminine in understanding who we are by spirit first because it has nothing to do with um, the, the, the the flesh and the globe that you are it's about spirit first so it's like understanding that you have to maintain that balance within uh, within balance and having a certain structure and because the structure is not there is this is why we're having this confusion of and people not wanting to um, contingently trying to suppress whatever side of it, you understand? Because we're adhering to these. Oh, if you're if a man's too this, or if he cry, men men can't um, are not to express their emotions and yada yada. And if a woman's too this, she's an angry black woman and all these types of stuff. But you need to understand they both actually co- uh, are there for a reason. And once you understand that, and then you really tap into that. You, you, even within the imbalance, you will still, you will still be able to provide a balance that is a core structure principle that is needed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Black Lava, that's that's real. That's real, man. I appreciate that. Um, so when you said what you said about about the beta the beta bitches, right? So check this out. In the understanding of of, of the essence of divine feminine and divine masculine. The feminine is the mag is, is magnetic. The feminine is, is the magnetism, which is receptive. The masculine is electric, which is uh, projecting. Right. Um, 
if you think about the, the way that gender roles are being played with now, and I'm talking about the third dimensional manifestation of gender, as opposed to, you know, the higher, the higher plane in which we've been talking about, um, the way that we're, the way that we operate as a people because of this patriarchal, um, you know, uh, uh, overexerting of, of masculine energy that we're exposed to um, in this society and, and the way that our men are being feminized, you got to think about it. The patriarchal powers that be are operating in raw masculine energy, which is straight up, go out there, get it done, do it, take over, rah, 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 right? That that receptive energy is not, uh, uh, the Europeans don't, don't, um, don't tap into that feminine energy, right? But check it out as, 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 as uh, indigenous peoples, we're, we're um, because of that masculine energy being imposed so strongly um, onto us through oppression and whatever else, um, we're, the, the black men are being effeminized in the sense that we have become completely receptive, completely receptive to the, the, uh, the tyrannical rule of, of Euro- European patriarchal dictatorship or whatever you want to call it, right? And so that's the reason why we're, we're not, we're unresponsive when it comes to what's being imposed on our people because we're not operating within our divine masculine. We're being, we're being effeminized in the sense that all we do is receive, receive, receive this ass with when we're getting fucked over and over and over. You see what I'm saying? We're getting fucked. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, and, and that's, and that's where that balance comes in, you know, and, and to get back to the, to the whole chakra thing. And uh, one, one uh, example, uh, when I talk about the, you know, the root chakra being a masculine chakra, understand that we have to be grounded in order to tap into that divine feminine. And if we talk about, you know, what, how, you know, the steps that we take in order to get grounded and the tools that we use to ground ourselves to either subdue or open a chakra, you know, the root chakra, one of the most powerful root chakra crystals is the hematite crystal, which is uh, a, uh, a magnetic crystal. You see what I'm saying? And, and so it, what that does, the way that that balances out that masculine energy is by creating that magnetism around that root chakra so that you can have that balance. Because without mastering that root chakra, whether it, whether it needs to be opened or subdued, which most of us in this society have an overactive root chakra. And, we, and, it, and then it stops there. We don't even rise to the sacral or anything above. We're stuck in the root. You see what I'm saying? And, and it's because we don't have that balance of that feminine magnetism. Um, and without that, you know, there's no way to rise above the rest of your chakra. We're stuck in our lower selves for that reason. So there's the, the importance of the balance, again, you know, between divine masculine and divine feminine. Um, well, I thought, I thought, okay, yeah, never mind. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to say that. Um, again, you know, if there's anybody in the audience, you know, we'd love for y'all to tap in and get involved in the conversation. Um, I guess to kind of reset the room for anybody that came in, uh, uh, you know, a little late. Uh, we're talking about the true roles of the divine masculine and divine feminine. The, uh, the book that you see on my profile picture is called Grasping the Root of Divine Power. And I read an excerpt from that in the beginning of the room to point out, uh, in, in a numer- in, in a numerical, uh, in a numerical sense, what the divine masculine and feminine represent that zero and that one, right? Which is, which is necessary uh, in order to spring forward. Um, the, you know, acknowledging the divine feminine as the zero and the one as the masculine. Again, you know, as well pointed out with the book that you see in his profile picture, the Kabbalah, um, he pointed out that, uh, you know, that, that the idea of divine masculine and feminine extends beyond the physical plane. It's a higher, uh, you know, a higher idea, a higher existence. You know, those are higher energies that we have to tap into as men and women. We both, you know, have both of those coinciding energies. 
So that's, that was uh, some points that was brought up a little earlier in the conversation. Um, but I want to bring uh, this brother, Jay Ali, onto the stage right now. Peace, God. Hold on, brother. Hold on one second, brother. I'm sorry, brother. I don't want to cut you off like that. But I do want to get back to brother Well because I, I want you to say what you're going to say, my people. No, it's all right. It's all right. Peace, bro. I, I just want to say a um, quick correction. The book, that's in, um, the book that I got in my profile right now from PTR, that's actually not the book I was reading from. That's another book, and I was going to touch on that. Yeah, I thought I was. I thought I was a little off. No, no, it's all right, guys. The, the book I was citing earlier was the Kabbalion, the Kabbalion, right? And um, I just want to touch on a few quick things, right? Um, you know, uh, Black Lava Spice, she had on a lot of of just. She was spot on. She was spot on with 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 understanding that, you know, we're we're confused. A lot of us are out of balance, right? And we don't understand that both of these principles exist within us. And I wanted to touch on uh, just a few things that Kareem said, you know, in terms of um, a lot of us experience barriers in communication with other people. But everything, and when I say this, I mean everything starts within self, right? So a lot of the times, the reason why I found it hard, and I speak towards my experience, so, so a lot of times the reason I found it hard to communicate with other people is because I wasn't good at communicating with myself, right? And you get better at that communication with self if when you start doing the meditation and the internal work and getting to know yourself because oftentimes we're not even running off of our own program and we're running off of somebody else's program and we don't know it because we don't communicate with ourselves. To even understand that, once you start communicating with yourself, you can clear up those outside, those 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 virus programs that came in from outside. You can clear that out, and now you get an in tune conversation with self, higher self, lower self. That communication right there. And once you get better at communicating with self, you will find that it becomes infinitely better to communicate with other people. And something that you guys touched on was was you know, acting first and then thinking after. And really the dynamic that they have a stuck in is, is act, do something, see how you feel about it. And then oftentimes we think about the action afterwards. And that, that, that's in the reverse, right? That's in the reverse. That's why we having so much problems. Exactly. The way we're supposed to do it is think about it first. Know who you are Feel about the thought. And if you feel, if the feelings line up with thought, now you can act. And when you move in that direction, you won't experience regret. But when you act, feel, think, oftentimes you'll end up with regret, right? And uh, the book that I put up there, the book that I put up there now, the Kabbalah, I mean, um, the Kabbalah, uh, the reason why I put that up there is because uh, I wanted to just read a piece of it where it's talking about what Black Lava Spice says in terms of, you know, and I, I mentioned earlier in terms of the masculine and feminine principle inside of inside of each of us. It's talking about the, uh, uh, on the Tree of Life in Kabbalah, you know, they, they have uh, the, the Sephira, right? And it's talking about the Sephira of Hasid, which is love or mercy, right? And Javura, 
which is, uh, I, I, I probably always say that word up, but I pronounce it Jarur, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, justice and judgment. So in this paragraph, it says, Kabbalists consider Hesed, which is love and mercy, to be masculine, and Jarur, mm-hmm. which is justice and judgment, to be feminine. Now, oftentimes we think that that's the other way around. It also says, we can apply these archetypes of male and female to the roles of father and mother. I would say to I, I would say to mothers and fathers, accept your role as Javura when when justice is appropriate and as to said when mercy is called for. Do not be too restrictive with your children, lest you destroy them by your harsh judgment. On the other hand, do not do not be too giving lest you fall them with too much mercy and that becomes mm. indulgence. Right. So, you know, if, if you can hear that right there and really receive that, you understand that there is masculine and feminine principles active, active in us at all times. But the mm-hmm. goal and, and the true, the true, uh, 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 Nirvana state, the true Christ state comes with finding the balance. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you find the balance, you will start to rise up through those, through those, uh, uh, D, help me with the word, the, the power points inside the body. The chakras. chakras. The chakras, right. Mm-hmm. Once you balance the chakra, you can start ascending mm-hmm. to the next chakra and the next chakra. And the ne- And with everyone that you ascend to, your, your awareness is enhanced, right? And each You're of them vibrating higher. Correct. And each mm-hmm. of them comes with their own challenges. But the goal is still to balance each one. And I just wanted to share that with you. That's beautiful, brother. That's, that's beautiful. And, and, and in essence, you know, in essence, what, you know, what, what I hear you saying is, um, is that, you know, pretty much, you know, what, what is, what is the, what is the seed without the soil to, to incubate it in? You know what I mean? What, what is the light without the darkness to cradle it in? You know? And so that's, that's where the imbalance comes in because, you know, again, like I said, you know, that, that feminine energy, um, is what is what we start with the feminine energy at the base at at, at at the earth level when our feet touch the when our when our bare feet touch the ground we're grounding through the feminine energy of the earth and that's where the process starts where we you know we create that balance to hit the masculine feminine masculine feminine and those you know those alternating energies between our chakras and then above our crown again the crown is a masculine is a masculine energy because it springs outward into um, into the akashic you know into the cosmos. Whereas that energy in the cosmos is that divine feminine darkness, that triple, that triple darkness, you know, um, you know, I, 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 what you said about, about judgment and things like that, I can't remember the word specifically that you used around that specific, um, you know, behind that topic, but you mentioned judgment and how we kind of make the assumption that that's a masculine, that that's a masculine energy, but judgment is the feminine. And so that's why, that's why we're so yeah. disenfranchised from the idea of of what it means to um, to move with a certain intention. Because if y'all remember, um, y- y'all remember how we how the girls used to double dutch back in the day and you know do all the jump roping and all that. Um, what would happen is they got to stand there and they got to catch that rhythm first. They got to sit there and and watch that rope go round and round before they jump in. You know, they got that little that little back and forth, little rocking rocking motion that they do. That right there is synonymous to the feminine energy of, of, of 
you know, receiving first. You're receiving the energy of what's going on in, in front of you before you decide how to spring forth that masculine energy, you know? And so then, you know, once they get that rhythm and they see what it is, then you can spring forth, in, you know, into that masculine, uh, you know, the, the masculine idea of, you know, jumping out there and, and, and starting what you're doing. So I want to bring it back to, um, uh, to, to the idea of what that means in our relationships. Um, the idea that as a man, whatever I deem my will be done, you know, whatever, whatever I deem to be necessary as a man, um, it's kind of commonplace for us to take the stance that, you know, a man just jump out there and do what he's going to do because he's the head of the household and it's, and it's strictly this and that. And, you know, we, we all might have different ideas of what that means and as to whether or not that's the proper order of things. But the way that I see it, um, if you think about the soil containing all of the nutrients and all of what's necessary for life to exist, the light that springs out of that, um, it doesn't contain all of what is in the darkness, but everything that's in that light was already in that darkness if that makes sense. So in my mind, because of that, the proper, um, like the, the proper way that a household should be run is that that incubation period has to happen first where the, the, um, you know, the, 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 the masculine energy has to tap into that feminine prior to going out into the world to, uh, to impose that agenda of the household, um, uh, uh, for the sake of, you know, whatever the progression is that both the masculine and feminine, the man and the woman have kind of derived together. So I, I put it like this as a man, I understand that as divine, as a divine masculine, my job is to provide for and protect the divine feminine, right? Because that soil has to be protected. When you put seed in the ground, you don't want birds to come down to scoop and grab it. You don't want deer to come and lick it up off the ground. You don't want the wind to blow it away. Um, and it's just like in, in the Bible, um, which, you know, we know is some bullshit, but, you know, the, the esoteric meaning is still valid. Um, it talks about the parable of the seed, how when the seed is put on, on, on in, into, into fertile soil, it's able to grow and spring forth life. When it's put onto rocky ground, it, um, it, it's, it's possible that it could, that it could, uh, you know, fall down beyond the rocks and penetrate the soil and grow through that rock. But it's more likely that a wind or something like that would blow it away. If you put it on concrete, if you put it on a strictly hard ground, that seed is going to get blown away easily and it'll never see fruition, right? It'll, it'll never be able to, uh, it'll never be able to grow. And so, you know, with that understanding, whenever we plant that seed, our job is to cover that ground so that it will be undisturbed from the outside elements. And that's what we're failing to do as men. We're failing to, we're, fa we're failing to protect that seed when we plant it. We're failing to protect the soil in which we planted the seed in. And so I just wanted to throw that out there, just kind of food for thought. Uh, but I definitely want to hear what uh, the brother Jay has to say. And in the meantime, y'all, um, everybody else, y'all keep pinging some folks in the room, anybody that you think might be interested in the conversation. And I would love to hear from y'all out the audience. So, um, you know, the floor is open. Go ahead, uh, brother. Peace to the gods and goddesses. Uh, thank you Peace. for having me. Uh, first off. Peace, uh, God. Peace. I'm going to come a little differently than I normally do. So, uh, you know, I'm a former collegiate football player, a former amateur competitive boxer, former personal trainer, college strength and conditioning coach, football coach. So I have the physical master. Uh, as far as the intellectual is concerned, I own over 115 books in my library, still counting. Um, so I'm, 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 I try to uh, apply 
the knowledge that I've acquired. So, you know, I think I have the intellectual down covered. So I'm, I'm physically fit and I'm intellectually fit. So the, the other aspect is the spiritual. And so I, I want to say that I am currently working on my spiritual fitness. I have uh, um, recently, uh, within the past year, really started to tap into the meditations, um, mm. really learning about the different chakras and really trying to understand uh, how to um, protect my energy and also project my energy in the proper way. Um, my wife is an empath, um, you know, uh, so I have to really be mindful of, of the energy that I project into the universe because it's extremely powerful. You know, I'm an Aries, and so, you know, we, we typically have a, a certain fire to us. And so um, as a novice in this spiritual game, and I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that because obviously there's a lot of wisdom in this room. And so I've, I've definitely been taking notes and then learning from everyone's perspective. But I have a question of the D, the Wayne, the brother Yurima, the, the goddesses. Uh, can you specifically um, highlight the, the different, and I think I have a hunch, but I just want to be clear from you, the different characteristics that are associated with both the masculine and the feminine uh, energies, just so I make sure that I am on the right. Most definitely, brother. I, I appreciate you. Um, I, first of all, I want to I, I want to thank you for uh, your, your self awareness and, uh, and and just your vulnerability and your honesty in terms of where you are in your journey. Um, and, and with that, I want to say. Um, you know, I, I obviously you tapped in with the family, brother. You know, I, I know that you and your Rima have some history and things like that. But uh, I just want to say, um, you know, if uh, being where you are in your journey, I would love for you to tap in with me, man. Because uh, if, if you're just now learning some things about the chakras and stuff like that, um, crystal healing is a major part of that. Um, and I would love to be able to, you know, consult you and, and have a discussion about where you are and how uh, crystals can probably help you on that journey, as well as other tools, you know, um, that, that may be beneficial to you. Um, but to answer your question, brother, um, some of the and, and I definitely want everyone else to tap in as well. By the way, Yurima had to uh, had to jump off you all, so um, I, I don't know if he'll be back on soon or not. But he, he told me he had to get off. Um, so what what the feminine represents? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to repeat myself because I don't know if you were here earlier in the room. So everybody else, bear with me. The feminine is is acknowledged as um, if you look at the zero and the one, right, in, in a binary code, the zero represents the the eternal, the end all, be all, right? It, it represents the the darkness or the soil. So how that manifests in you know our physical reality, um, we know that the feminine, you know, the the, the feminine is uh, you know is nurturing. The feminine is what uh, provides the nutrient to the seed in order for it to grow outward. But that seed. Um, that's planted within that soil, that's the masculine and, and that it projects forward um, and pushes that life out of the soil. So it's synonymous also to the, to the light coming out of the darkness, if that makes sense. And I don't want to, I don't want to stay too esoteric with it, uh, but that's, that's, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Um, so that, so in terms of characteristics outside of the obvious, you know, we got, you know, men and women, you know, that we see, you know, day to day life. Uh, we pointed out that although those principles do manifest themselves, in a crystallized manner through men and women on this plane, um, the concept of gender is a higher concept that supersedes our physical body. 
And that, that meaning that both men and women have both masculine and feminine energy that we have to tap into. And as it pertains to the chakras, um, again, forgive, forgive me everybody else for repeating myself, but as it pertains to the chakras, your chakras, each of your chakras alternates between masculine and feminine. So your root chakra is a masculine chakra. Your, your uh, sacral chakra, uh, which is the orange one, which is, uh, you know, right in, in, like under your belly button. That is your, um, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a, a feminine chakra. Your solar plexus, which is right in the middle, that yellow chakra, that is your, that's a masculine chakra, being that it, it deals with your willpower and your ability to, to, uh, to be effective in your forward motion. That's a masculine concept. When you go to the heart, which is receptive, it deals with compassion, empathy, love, and things like that. Then you move up to your throat chakra, which is masculine because if you project your voice based off of what, you know, based off of what, uh, is, is exists within you. And you project that outward through your, through your throat chakra. You know, your third eye chakra is a receptive chakra again because you're receiving a stimulus from the outside world. You process that. And as you rise, as your, your life force energy or your chi or, um, your, your, your kundalini, all these different things are synonymous to each other. They're just different cultures and different schools of thought. But that energy moves upward through each of those chakras step by step and projects outward into the universe. And, and so that projection, that, that third eye chakra is, again, feminine. But that projection from your crown chakra up into the universe is a masculine concept as well. And so I just wanted to, um, I wanted to give it to you in that way because, like you said, on your journey, you're kind of learning and finding out about the chakras. So um, if anybody else wants to tap in about that, um, we can do that. Um, let the, uh, and then after that, I want uh, Twyla. I'm glad she came up to, uh, to jump in as well. But anybody else got anything? For- yeah, um, yes, I do. Go on. Go, go um, ahead. Go ahead, Queen. Hey, um, for me, um, feminine is empathy. Um, and then masculine is order, um, strength, um, order, strength. I lost my train of thought. Order, strength. There's the lines of that, but you have to understand that it does all understand the it all does, uh, goes back if you don't have like, understand and understanding the principle because people understand is the reason why we're having these different interpretations of what they mean is because we're coming away from the core principle. Remember, everything moves but princip- principality stands. This is why even when you talk about the Bible or any type of form of doctrine, principality holds a big, a big, a big, a big, um, point in it because everything moves but principality stands and within principality is where self stands and also truth which is the actual real absolute that there is it is that that shay you understand so we have to understand that if you don't understand about the principality and like we were talking about is the not understanding or tapping into self and understood uh, before moving the the what we're having right now is different manifestations of masculine and feminine energies. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to really understand that this uh, prince is understanding the principality of it. And it's really, it is what it is. It's that women have uh, empathetic, even they say that you shouldn't be judgmental. No, judgmental is attached to intuition. You understand? That's what they say. There's no, there's no, um, there's nothing like a woman's intuition. So when sometimes when you are very judgmental, it's like where you understand that you're tapping into 
you're intuitive. You understand? Understanding that, yeah, I need to consult self before I make a move and do certain things. So it's understanding that um, there's different, there's different, there's different, the, the, the energies play a different part, but cohesively kind of work together. And that's where it kind of, that's where we have the, even though there's imbalance, there's still balance. It, it, it get me, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it keeps the, the kind of the core structure together. That's why I like MD the, the, the chakras, they do have, um, male, um, attachment of male and male and, a female, um, feminine and masculine energy, but we need to understand. We need to come away from the the worldly, the carnal kind of understanding of what masculine and feminine, because it's more. It is really more to do with um, spirit. Like you understand, a woman mm-hmm. is to be very nurturing. She is to be, and it's not like when you say submissive, it's not to like lower yourself. It's just to understand that that is that divine is like um, when you say divine, it's like say um there is what it is it's like the principle the man is the principality of masculine the principality of feminine like so yes women are intuitive compassionate man holds strength all the structure authority you understand and it's not authority to me be, be like where you're um like where you're like trying to control someone it's more about having control of self on both aspects of um, feminine um, and masculinity, so that I think that's what we get. Conf- um, sometimes that's what people get confused. That's that's a great point, Black Lava. That's that's what's up. Um, I, well, if I see you want to tap in, I want to say this real quick because I, I see what you PTR and up here. I want everybody to PTR so y'all can see both profile pictures. And brother, we are me and you are always on the same page because this what you're about to talk about is exactly where my frame of thought was going. And that's what I was going to speak on next. But, brother, man, go ahead and hit him. No, this is just saying, you know, uh, when when the vibrations are aligned, right, um, there's law of attraction that, that will happen. But, um, Jay, uh, you PTR, you see the image that I have up here. You know, as, as melanated people, we didn't used to teach with words. We taught with symbols because a symbol can convey way more than a, than, than a set of words can. So the symbol that I have here is a great illustration of the feminine principle and the masculine principle, right? It's the circle with the line going through it. So the line represents the masculine energy and the circle represents the feminine energy. And if you want to look at, um, I'll, I'll use my own personal relationship just to give you an example of that manifestation. In my relationship, me and my wife, we've been married for 18 years, right? And early in our marriage, um, I, I was heavily uh, imbalanced towards the masculine principle. So it was like, no, 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 my way, my way, because I can see the way. Now, the masculine energy is will, and will can be focused for a long, over a long distance. Like like if you're looking at, at, at the finish line from, from the starting line, right, you can see that long distance. Where the feminine principle is the creativity, and it, and the feminine principle moves in like a, a cyclic circle circle type um, motion, and it can it can encompass and see 
it's creative. It can it can encompass and see more than the masculine can in the immediate surrounding. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I when I matured and I did the self work and the studying and I and I realized like wait, I wasn't as successful or productive or happy. You just fill in the blank as I could be or as my family could have been until I implored this principle. I had to understand that the, 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 my wife's feminine energy, because she, 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 she has a very dominant feminine energy, right? And, and, and when I'm talking about dominant, I mean in terms of balance, right? And that balances me out, my, my dominant masculine energy, right? So I think about it like, I'm trying to get it to the finish line. I'm moving it to the finish line, but there are all kinds of uh, booby traps around you. So the the feminine energy can perceive that. So that's why you should always consult with with the queen because yeah. her wisdom allows her to see things that's in our blind spot. Yeah, but the line can take the circle to the to the destination. Okay, right. Mm. Mm. But oh, it's man. when they work together that you get the best results. Oh gosh! Right. So I I I, I hope that that really because I could say a lot and you know the books they got chapters and chapters about it, but I just mm-hmm. try to condense it in a way where it's easily understood and received. No, I, hey, well, very well, very well said, brother. Uh, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, I was just gonna say I certainly appreciate that, and uh, just hearing everyone's words, I'm I'm definitely encouraged because you just describe to a T the relationship that I have with my wife. I am that bull that's focused on the objective twenty four seven and a lot of times I'm like, let's just go. Let's just let's just do it. What are we waiting on? You know, I'm I'm I get very impatient at times. We're really working on my patience because, you know, I'm I'm a very accountable person and I'm I'm very goal oriented. I always like I every day I have a objective of what I'm trying to accomplish and I really have learn to have more compassion and understanding for people who just don't aren't wired that way. But I'm, I've told you I'm a former athlete, you know, I'm, I'm just, that's just my mentality. I get up early. I get up when the sun, when the sun rises and I just, I, I'm, I'm straight into it. And so oftentimes when if it's a task, if it's a challenge, if it's a, something work related, business related, investment related, I'm, I'm a bull and I'm, I'm, I'm taking it on, uh, uh, immediately, it's not even. There's no wavering with me. If I make a decision, the decision is made. My mm-hmm. wife, on the other hand, she likes to, you know, take her time and kind of like, you know, really analyze the variables. I mean, even today, earlier we were purchasing a a new uh, king bed for our master bedroom, and I heard the spiel of the of the saleswoman, and I had already calculated and processed everything that she said, and so. I had already made an informed decision, but I had to wait on my wife. And I had to learn not to rush her through her process because she, like you said, she's going to think about things and uh, uncover booby traps that I wasn't aware of. Exactly. That's that's, that's, that's enough with me, but... I, I hear my my little man in the background, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna be quiet <laughs> and, let, and let the other guys and goddesses talk. Thank you for that uh, clarity. I appreciate. It. And then and no doubt, no doubt, brother. Traps, brother. It's not just booby traps. They can also see the blessings that we might be missing too. 
that's what I was about to get into. Well, because you know what, when you say when you say that, brother, and, and, and what you mentioned first about you being tapped into these other aspects, and the spirit is is the part that you want to tap into. That spirit again is a uh, that spirit again is 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 um, synonymous to that feminine energy. Feminine energy is spirit. That's that's the eternal, the end all, be all. That's where all of those infinite. That's where all that infinite potential exists. So think about the difference as 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 a man. I understand exactly what you're saying because if we're operating strictly from a masculine perspective, then what we want to do is wrestle along that conversation. You know, the, 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 you know, your wife might want to explain to you how her day went, how things, you know, how she sees something or, or what happened. And, you know, she's got a drawn out explanation of what's going on because she's speaking on the, she's speaking on the, uh, you know, the feelings that, you know, the feelings that, that whatever incidents might have evoked or whatever the case is. And us as men, we're kind of like, okay, we're getting to the point, right? Whenever there's a problem presented, um, sometimes, you know, we, we fail to just sit and listen to what's going on because that, that masculine energy in us wants to just come out with a logical solution to the problem real quick. You just want to get to the, to, to the, to the solution. You know, like you said, you know, it's like, uh, rather than, oh, matter of fact, there was a good example I saw on, on a, on a, on a picture, um, where it was talking about colors. Um, as, as men, if we were going to the to the hardware store to pick out some paint for the walls in our household, you know, we go to the store with our wife. There's 50 million colors on that shelf for you to choose from. We only acknowledge red, blue, green, uh, yellow, orange, and that's that. You know what I'm saying? But the woman might be able to see all these different colors and, and, and recognize all these different options that we may not necessarily um, recognize as as um, as uh, uh, something to uh, to acknowledge. You see what I'm saying? And so I say that to say, you know, that's where the necessity for us to be just as balanced with our own feminine nature um, so that we can be, you know, better listeners as men, so that we can operate um, within a balanced, um, you know, uh, 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 relationship with, 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 uh, with a woman who's operating from her divine feminine. Um, the Queen Twyla is on stage. I would love to get your input, beloved. How are you? Peace and blessings. Hey, everyone. This is my first time on Clubhouse. So, hello. Oh, peace. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're honored. We're honored <laughs> to have you for your first time. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Twyla. Um, I just wanted to just piggyback off of Dwayne and Dee because y'all absolutely said it. And I say it to my customers all the time. Um, you know, woman represents the spirit. She's in the ether. She's creative energy. She's your imagination. She's all of that and in between. And I just, male, masculine energy gives that spirit structure so that she can, so that together they can navigate the world. And I feel like we see that in a microcosm within ourselves, needing that balance, the yin and yang energy as well. And then we see it outside in the world just, in our relationships, as we move throughout the day, we look to the men to lead us. Um, I just feel like, yeah, just piggybacking off of what you guys said. Um, yeah. And I was going to say, yeah, excellent, excellent oh. input. Uh, my fault, Black Lives. I just wanted to say one thing, um, and, and it actually speaks kind of to what Wealth was saying uh, when he had the picture up there. Um, there are no straight lines in nature. And that says a lot. That says a lot about what about the essence of spirit, you know, that divine feminine energy that exists, you know, prior to the inception of masculinity, 
prior to the you know the inception of that light, that darkness, you know, that eternal darkness is there and will be there when the light fizzles out. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, understanding that there's no straight lines in nature, um, in order to build, I'm trying, I'm kind of trying to crystallize an abstract concept right now. Um, in order to build, like, for, for instance, um, if if we're say we're indigenous peoples living just uh, just among nature itself, you know, there's no straight lines in nature. You know, only the divine feminine exists. You know, prior to whatever, whatever. Um, in order to create a structure to, to provide shelter for us within that natural environment, we have to create tools. We have to um, we have to use certain materials that that we put the straight lines over top of that curvature. If that makes sense, but we, we're we're building we're building um, we're building uh, what do you call it? The frame of a house. You see what I'm saying? The walls of the house. All these different things that that build up so that we can provide that type of shelter. So that's where the straight lines come from. So all of those things can come from nature, but it's the it's it's a, it's a it's masculine in essence to um, to put those structures up on top of a natural background. If that makes any sense. Um, and, and, and so, like with that, and it's supported by the earth, brother. Thank you, man. Because if that earth collapses, and so does everything on top of it. But back to, to what I was saying about the about the, uh, about Yoruba and how that entity, that pure masculine energy, that entity came and decided to build a fabricated world to compete with that that already exists in nature. Um, and this is the, this is the world that we live in now. We live in in, in Yoruba's world where the straight lines are what rule is what rules over. In order for a city to be established, how much deforestation has to happen? How much of nature has to be destroyed? For this type of uh, uh, for this type of world to exist, you see what I'm saying, and so there's the imbalance between the masculine and the feminine. It's it's it's, just, it's in the it's in the like the core of the lifestyle that we live, you know, in, in today's world. You know what I'm saying? It's the the divine feminine is being suppressed and muted so that the that patriarchal nature can exist. Um. So yeah, black lava. Were you gonna add something else? I would say, and if you understand about feminine energy, it's like feminine energy is the stronghold. So it's not dominant. It's like where you're understanding that this is why a woman must be a man's piece. Because if you look at the, the diagram, it's like if it, without the line, you go around around the circle, which is a representation of like confusion in it. But where the line, where the line is, where the, you, it, it's able to have places where it stops is where it provides the balance. You understand? So this is what it, people need to understand is that there um, is not one over the other. It's actually about duality. It serves the places and the, and, and, and the female is the stronghold. This is why you it, it is needed for the man. You need to be the man's piece because in 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 her being able to be intuitive, like the, the, the brother said, be able to tap into things that are of your blind spot, it provides that balance. You understand? It's like, under, like my mum my always said, her being able to tap into knowing where my things were happening. And I used to think, how would you know that that's what it is? But it it provides that it and the stronghold for the duality in the both the energies. You understand? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, and, and and like when you say duality, what comes to mind is um, is the law of polarity. And well, if I know you very familiar, um, anybody else who's familiar with the Gabalian of universal law, um, the law of polarity expresses that there is no um, there, there's well where, where one thing exists is always the opposite. As a matter of fact, that's that's not exactly where I wanted to go. I wanted to go with. Um, well, which one is it? The, the one where um, is, is it the law of polarity, or is it uh, correspondence? One of one of the two, where um, everything exists on a spectrum, right? When even when we look at the law of gender, it still refers to the same law where there is no absolute of either side. Just like there's no absolute hot, there's no absolute cold. There's always hotter. There's always colder. Everything exists on an infinite spectrum in all directions, right? As as is the case even for masculine masculinity and femininity. So what today's world has done with this whole gender shit is it, 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 it created a false narrative that that spectrum on one side is heterosexual and on the other side is homosexual. That does not exist at all in nature. What that spectrum represents is masculinity and femininity. What we, what we have to do is rather than existing wholly on one side of that spectrum as, you know, completely masculine as, as men or completely feminine as a woman, we have to create a balance when it comes to that, that pendulum that swings between the two. Because if you allow the pendulum to swing one way too far on one side, it swings all the way to the other side and creates an imbalance. You know, and so all, you know, the, the, the key theme here is that balance. The same way when we talk about chakras and we talk about everything else, um, we have a tendency to think of things in absolutes. You know, yeah. men think, you know, I, I have to be masculine. As a man, I have to be masculine. I got to, I got to be the one to make it happen and go out here and do da, da 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 And we tend to do that without contemplation. We tend to do that without that magnetic receptive nature that I keep talking about when it comes to what, you know, what that femininity means. It receives things. So if we move throughout the world only to impose our will, then we fail to pick up the jewels on the way. You know what I'm saying? Because we, you don't have to receive those things. I don't know if anybody's read the book, um, The Alchemist, but it's one of my absolute favorite books because, it talks about all of these different laws of nature, but it does so in, a, in an abstract way um, as it pertains to this to this dude's life, the main character's life. You know, he's moving through, and um, he he he's on a uh, he's on a mission actually to get to the pyramids, but he has to pretty much trek through uh, the Sahara Desert, and he has all these different things that's going on. Like along the way, he meets a woman. Um, he ends up having to let go of her so he can continue his journey. Um, and the whole point is that he wants to find the soul of the world. He wants to find the philosopher's stone. Um, which is esoteric meanings for all types of things. But in that journey, he learns that it's not just about moving forward. It's not just about trying to get to the end goal. Um, it's about the process. The, the journey is the journey itself. And in, in a very, in a very abstract way, if you think about it, that's that, that concept is feminine in nature that I can't just, um, again, I can't just blurt out and say what it is I want to say. I can't interrupt the process by saying, okay, this is what I need to happen. I need to impose my will right now because um, I don't need to hear anything else. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's where that importance, that, that's where it comes in where um, are the steps that I'm making in my life is what I'm saying premature. Have I received enough information uh, to, to, before, I, um, before I impose my will? So I, I want to say this too, because I, I talked about how, you know, the patriarchal society, you know, effeminizing the black male has created this, you know, this energy where we're we're receptive to all the shit that European society has given us because our men are, are operating from a feminine stance, you know, where we're just receiving, receiving, receiving without imposing our will, without responding with that masculine 
out, you know, outward energy in order to, you know, protect our, uh, protect our, uh, our, uh, what you call it, you know, our families and, and our women and whatnot. Um, so that, so that issue right there remains because, um, you know, again, we're not, we're, we're, we're too busy contemplating. We're too busy sitting in that feminine and, and, and looking for that, looking for that, um, that catalyst point so that we can move forward with all the things that we've incubated in these think tanks, you know, to sit and incubate for so long, that shit don't do nothing. If you're not going to push that light forward out of the darkness, you know? And so that's, that's where the imbalance comes in where most of us feel like, like black men are hyper masculine. That's not the problem. The masses of black men are hyper feminine and that's why ain't shit happening. You see what I'm talking about? So, um, yeah, I wanted to say that, um, Hey, the guy Yurima has, has entered back into the room, brother. Did you want to? Uh, did you want to chat? Hey, real quick, real quick, family. Um, I wanted, I wanted the uh, uh, maybe, maybe this can be addressed because it falls right in line. Um, because so on the opposite end of the spectrum, where the 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 men are being emasculated, the women, just the opposite is happening. So, what do you all think about this? There's so many black women hardening themselves into steel when their biggest desire is just to finally feel safe enough to be soft. Ooh, and, then, and then it says, uh, and this comes from, this comes from uh, the goddess Candace Um Shout out to her because uh, she, uh, <laughs> we had a chance to meet this weekend. It was awesome. Um, she says, to tap into the divine feminine you must first heal the wounded masculine and feminine energies within you. Man. So, that's, so, so those two, those two paradigms, like, so the black woman is feeling there's so many black women hardening themselves into steel. Mm-hmm. You know what steel is? Steel is unbendable when their mm-hmm. biggest desire is to finally feel safe enough to be soft. Mm. That's that's it's, it's really wild that you say that. Um, it's really wild you say that because I saw I saw that today. I, I actually saw somebody post that today, and and it triggered a lot of thought within myself because what's happening is that, like you said, Yurima, steel is steel can't is unbendable. It's strictly straight. Most you know, uh, uh, it's like a, it's a line. You know, with no curvature is there. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> recognizing that that curvature is that feminine energy. Um, that is what we're that's, that's it, that is what we're seeing and experiencing within our community. Um. But I say that to say, um, what, what the, and I, I want, I want the Queens on stage to, to, uh, to tap in. What do you feel like is necessary in the context of this conversation? Um, and, and in the context of balance and things like that, what is necessary when we're dealing with masculine and feminine energy in order to return? I'm talking about everybody, not necessarily, you know, uh, personally, but what is necessary in order to create that balance so that that sentiment right there um, can be alleviated. You have to um, not propagate this thing of allowing the um, our trauma and actually work through our trauma because... Um, Black Lava, I'm, like I'm sorry to cut you off. You, you broke up a little bit. Um, yeah, you broke up a little bit. You kind of missed the beginning of what you said. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. Can you can you um can you just run back what you said from the beginning? 
I said I think we need to um, not um, propagate the whole thing of us doing in our trauma because I feel like once um, there's a culture now that you know you are that allows women to believe that you are who you are and this is who I am at, in my trauma and I don't really have to I have to um, I should be allowed to press it you know and not do the shadow work and work through it so this is why they're becoming very hardened and even though um, they might have certain things that happened they're not exercising the balance to know the difference that this has happened to them and not going to the extremities and having this attachment to these um, like um, strong feminine ideas and you know I'm a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, you know, I'm co-opting that, 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 that kind of, um, colloquial, carnal kind of, um, understanding that, um, the feminine energy is about, you know, being a woman and not, um, exercising the balance to know that, yes, I've been through this, but I need to work through whatever it is that I've, whatever trauma it is that I've had from the, um, masculine energy and healing that whatever effects of that trauma is done to their masculine energy in order for them not to become hardened because I'm finding a lot of right now where there's an imbalance and the energies has been switches yes a lot of women are becoming and they, this is why they've become very drawn to this um, um, extremist kind of feminine idea of Black Live, you you you're Hold breaking on. up. You're breaking up a little bit. Um, can I Hold can I say something real quick though? Um, yeah, I, I can hear you. I, I wanted to yeah, I wanted to say something to, to what you're saying. Um, and, and and real quick. Um, and I'll, I'll be very brief so so that uh you know some some of the queens can tap in. But um, in that statement, <laughs> in that statement, is there is there a, a lack of self accountability in that statement? I'm asking yes. that because. Yeah, I'm asking that because, just, you know, like I was saying before, it's, the onus is on us to control our pendulum, right? I can be wounded from childhood based off of having mommy issues and things like that. I might have a hard time tapping into my divine feminine for whatever reason um, that this, you know, that, that that has, you know, that that has uh, driven me to that point, you know, as it pertains to my experiences and things like that. Um, but is, is it okay for me to just say this is just how I am because I was wounded, because I was hurt, or nobody gave me the space to, to be to be uh, masculine or express myself in a certain way? Or is the onus on me to say, you know what, despite the fact that that's the case, um, I have to find uh, I have to find a space for myself, to, whether, whether it's in complete isolation or not, to um, to find a way to control my old pendulum so that I'm not imposing those those uh, issues onto other people. Yeah, or, that's what I'm or, or or even not not only imposing on other people. I'm sorry, Queen, to cut you off, but not only imposing on other people, but also um, bringing that energy into situations um, without having addressed those things on my own. And that's what I'm coming, and that's what I'm trying to get at. I think people we um, people are lacking accountability. Even though you go through certain things, and I think like Lorena said, it's where you're using the gray area as a safe to 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 kind of go over there. You see, like in the 
the um, the diagram where you kind of where it stops, where you breathe and take time to be able to rest in that grey area to be able to take accountability and deal what you need to do and not rather than imposing the trauma and whatever you're on everyone because I feel that some women have this thing of I, I need to be accepted the way I am if I have trauma and kind of impose that on people and really um, not really again understanding that um, in, in healing the, the masculine energy is providing the within um within for you to not become so hardened <laughs> you understand because i feel like a lot of women thinking that oh yeah i'm tapping into masculine energy and it means in the form of being hardened but they don't understand that that is like also a kind of extreme kind of um extreme kind of masculine energy too so i think they need to understand that they need to just be able to understand that they need to take account of the VA and address their situation and not impose it and understand that um, to make sure that they um, provide that balance before they get to that extreme where they're becoming hardened because I feel like a lot of women are becoming really really um, yeah anti anti that man and, and, and co-op this whole woman um, I'm a woman I'm a woman and woman wo- woman rights and women are better than men and all these stupid um, ideals that don't actually really speak to the real divine masculine and feminine energy if you are overstand what I'm supplying most definitely most definitely thank you for that thank you for that input um, anybody else Tareen Queen Twyla uh, we also have a new uh, a new person on stage um I can't necessarily pronounce it, but we'll get to you in just a moment. Tareen, you were going to say something? Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely um, a lack of accountability in our community. Um, and, you know, for the most part, like, a lot of us aren't even aware, you know, of our traumas. Some of mm-hmm. us aren't even aware of our traumas. And it really, like what... Um, Yerima was mentioning about the, you know, us not even being able, like, we have to be able to reach, you know, the divine masculine and feminine within us, like, and a lot of things are passed down to us through, like, our parents, like, a lot of us are living the karmas of our parents, you know, and some of us aren't even knowledgeable to know why we're even in situations, not even knowing that it's related to what our parents did, you know, um, uh, you know, that's something that I'm just starting to realize, like a lot of things within our traumas, we're not even aware where, where they're like coming from. You know, sometimes you might think that it's just us when really, you know, it's other things, you know. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I, I definitely can, you know, I understand why, you know, a lot of women hold up that still because a lot of women are, you know, they get hurt, you know, um, by a lot of men. A lot of men don't really, you know, stick around. It's like, you know, women, I'm not going to say men are either, but a lot of women are like loyal. Like we'll stick around through a lot of stuff. And sometimes we'll come across, you know, those men that aren't willing to like be that way. And it's like, we'll give our, you know, throw everything out on the table just for it to get, you know, broken and just, you know, to try, to try it out with someone else. And sometimes we like, 
because we're so nurturing and emotional, that's like a lot of, you know, pain and hurt that we carry, you know? And I know that that's like a part of that seal, that wall that we hold up, you know, we sometimes. And another thing is that we don't take our times in relationships too. You know, we, we, sometimes we just jump into things, you know, like if you just take things slow and actually get to learn and know the person, you know, that you're around and maybe it'll be easier for you to let down that still soften up, you know, but a lot of times we just jump into things and with all that stuff up, you know what I'm saying? All types of, all our issues that we have going on, you know, because most of our people are traumatized by their childhoods or we just got passed down traumas, you know, um, just through our lineage. And it's like, the best thing we can do is deal with ourselves, work on ourselves and really do the shadow work, you know, and really spend time with ourselves so we can heal ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. be really conscious and aware that, you know, we can't just be getting up every day, you know, and I understand everybody, we don't always wake up to the the enlightened side of the bed but we definitely should be striving to mm-hmm. you know to wake mm-hmm. up you know with that high vibration so that we can work on ourselves because as long as you're tapped in you you know hold on as long as you can the, the spirit is going to guide you it'll even tell you to, to meditate you got to do some work even in the work that you're doing you might think that oh I can do this on my meditation. Spirit say, nope, you ain't ready for that yet. I knew that happened mm. to me. <laughs> I had, uh, uh, I had, uh, rebuilt another altar, you know, starting this new journey. And I had these, uh, seven candles on my altar. And I tried lighting more than one. And Spirit said, nope, straight, whip the candle out. Like, no, you're going to start with one. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying that to say, like, a lot of times, like, we just be, just really be jumping, doing stuff without taking the time to really think about what we're doing and how Mm -hmm. we're affecting others around us. You know, a lot of people, like, really move in selfish ways, you know, like, just don't even, you know, and it's, it's sad because not all the time it's intentional, you know? And that's why it's important for us to be strong out here so we can be aware of that so we won't be down in each other. Like, so, uh, so yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I have to say about that. Can I, yeah. Can I respond real quick to what you just said? Um, can I respond to really, really Go, Yeah, please, please do, God. You got it. Yeah, um, Kareen, I feel you. In, in the, most, the most empathic way, uh, I feel you. You know, and I identified with something that you were saying. Um, and, and, and to piggyback on what Dee was saying, you know, if you're hurt, that's not the time for you to be in a relationship with somebody else, to get into another relationship. If you're hurt, the onlyness is on you to do the work to heal yourself, right? Because hurt people will only hurt more people. And you mm-hmm. will attract the thing that you are. So if you're hurt, the type of people you're going to attract into your life are people that will hurt you some more. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'll give a personal example. My mother, many of us go through, went through traumas in this, in, in this environment that black people are in, right? Like, that we've been living in for centuries, right? So my mother went through her own traumas. 
right? The way that that showed up is a very controlling and manipulative. She was very controlling and manipulative when I was young, right? Almost in a cold sense. So my first couple relationships was with controlling, manipulative females that would lie about a lot of stuff, hide a lot of stuff, identical to my mother and her behavior at that time. I had to, at an early age, thank God the ancestors guided me to where I needed to be early in the sense that I started doing the shadow work. And that doesn't mean I'm perfect. I still, I still trip, right? And I fall, but I get back up real quick. You know what I mean? And, and I, you know, and I started doing the shadow work as a teenager in my late teens. And once I did that, I was able to get clarity on why I was choosing this, why I was attracting those kind of things. And then I made a choice that I no longer want to accept that. I don't want that in my program. So I had mm. to heal and learn to love myself, have that trauma because loving myself healed myself. Learning to love myself, right, healed myself. And I was able to sweep out the trash that was that outside programming that sometimes might come from your family. Sometimes it might come from relationships you've had. Sometimes it might come from other places, right? But I was able to sweep out that trash, which now allowed me to attract the person that I wanted. Right? And receive that person. Because, yes, me and my wife have been married for, for 18 years, but we were together for 23. So she was, when, when we were dating, I used to try to push her away because I, I, I couldn't, I, I didn't, I guess on a deep level, I didn't feel. Like, I deserve to be treated that way. Right? So, mm. definitely doing... It all starts with the work inside. That's the owning. That's the... That we we got to own that. We got to we gotta take accountability for that. So, it's, 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 it's no one out there that's causing us to want to harden ourselves except for our own choices. Mm. And when we get to a point where we realize that we can make better choices, then we realize that it was a self-imposed prison the whole time. Mm. So self-imposed prison. Yep, I, I just wanted to say that. He was stuck in that loop. Like Arima says, you're stuck in the loop, and if you don't learn the lessons, the ancestors are going to keep sending you the same test until you pass that test. When mm. the pain of remaining the same is greater than the fear of changing, everyone will change. Individually, you'll change. And I'll say it again. When the pain of remaining the same is greater than the fear of changing, everyone will change. Mm -hmm. And that's all I wanted to add. Well said, brother. Beautifully, beautifully expressed. Very well said. Um, so the uh, the brother Kareem is in the room. But first, uh, brother, uh, before we get to you, I want to get to... Uh, to uh, Aklazumak. I'm, I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. Uh, can you correct me on that? You're having a hard time hearing you? Um, I, I'm not sure if it's your microphone. Peace, peace. Welcome to the room. Um, um, I believe I was kind of coming in too because I was more or less, I guess, trying to understand the question. It seemed like the question was what can the men do to help the sisters through that? Is that, I mean, is that what 
I believe that was the question. That's kind of what I was. Um. Uh, uh, yeah. To an extent. Um. I, I okay. think what I. What, I think what I was intending to ask is just uh, generally speaking, um, what can be okay. done uh, as okay. you know, overall to, to assist in Because what I was going to say is I believe on this panel here, uh, the men are actually doing what needs to be done for the women who are willing to do the work to be able to make that happen. You know, being there to be the support, allowing um, that voice to be heard. Um, there is a lot of pain I guess especially I see from the younger women because I'm a little older um, but in that one a lot of them don't want to hear what they need to do to change and so that's where some of that issue comes from but I, I believe it's like some of the other goddesses have said on the panel that it's about a pain that they probably experienced and this is all a process of everybody healing themselves doing that work and going in and through that Yes, 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 exactly. Yes, going yes. in and do that, Go, like going in and doing that work. Um, somebody presented a question to me: um, what what shadow work is, right? Because we always talk, um, even even in uh, in your room's rooms in the Mastermind Alliance, uh, we talk about uh, shadow work a lot. That comes up in conversation, um, and a lot of people may not know exactly what that is. Um, you got to understand, like what what quote unquote shadow kind of deals with the uh, with the unconscious mind. Um, and, and that means that, you know, the aspects of ourselves that we may not be aware of, um, that actually dictate what happens in our conscious mind. Um, our, our subconscious mind is actually what we, what we primarily act from without realizing it. And the thoughts that we have within our subconscious mind are a result of whatever happened, whatever's happening in that shadow or in that subconscious. So shadow work is, uh, tapping into that unknown part part of self um, to be to create another level of self awareness so that you can have better control over your conscious mind or over the actions that that come from that subconscious mind and it's interesting because you know as we talked about before um, when it comes to spirit how that divine how that divine feminine represents that that eternal darkness or whatever that in that infinite infinite potentiality. Um, Shadow work being the being the work of the unconscious mind and bringing out and inducing whatever is there, um, that actually in, in a very ironic way is the process of tapping into that divine feminine. Um, it just just to make it plain, um, shadow work is yes. uh, the ability to be self aware through that tapping into the divine feminine. Um, and, and, and just, you know, not, not to, not to take it too far, you know, around the block to make this point, but I, I want to say it like this, um, in the physical, so the, the physical world is not separate from the spiritual world. It is a direct manifestation of spirit. What we see in, in the physical world is a direct manifestation of spirit. Okay. So as a man, physically as a man, I can't say, you know, when they, you know, they talk about what comes first, the chicken or the egg or whatever. Um, what comes first, the man or the woman? Obviously, it's the man. Um, I mean, it's the woman. And so, as men, we have to acknowledge that because all of us as men, we are we are a, a mutation of that feminine, right? The X that X chromosome mutates to become a Y chromosome, which is why men have nipples. You know, which is why you know our our, our genitals are. Um, are pretty much the, the female genitals turned inside out. You see what I'm saying? The, the, with the, you know, the penis being the vaginal canal, you know, and, and the, the, uh, 
you know, the gonads or, or the testicles are, you know, pretty much a mutate, mutated ovaries. So we're a spinoff of the feminine. So for as, as a man, um, and, and same thing goes for women because, you know, the divine feminine um, oversee, oversees or, or supersedes the, um, the physical manifestation of what it means to be a woman. Just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're divine feminine. So for all of us, men and women, to tap into the essence of who we were before we had a physical makeup, we were all embodied by the divine feminine. So that's what shadow work is to me. It's tapping into the essence of who we are, um, despite our physical makeup. Who we are is, in essence, um, an offspring of the divine feminine. And so to, to, to dig into my unconscious mind is to dig into that infinite potentiality that exists within myself. What type of experiences and traumas have I suppressed so deep into my subconscious that I move haphazardly without being self-aware? I don't even know that I'm hurting people. I don't even know that decisions that I'm making are hurting myself, right? I can't be anything for anybody, masculine or feminine, without understanding why my subconscious mind has become what it has. That's what shadow work is. Um, so I, I wanted to point that out for the person that asked me to. Go ahead. Sir, I, I didn't mean to touch you, but I, I, you just made an amazing point. It was it was really an amazing point that the subconscious is is at, it's, it's actually the feminine part of the mind and the conscious is that masculine manifestation of the mind, right? With the subconscious controlling, I, I think it's 80 to 90% of your decision-making throughout your day. Yes. Right? And the conscious mind only controlling about 10 to 20% of that decision-making, right? So it, it's indicative of the, the, the culture that was put on us by Europeans where we ignore the feminine. And we mm -hmm. stay in that masculine energy, creating an imbalance, right? And and when you do that shadow work, what are you doing? You're using the conscious mind to pierce into, remember the picture I had in there, the circle with the line through it, to pierce into the vastness of the subconscious mind to now give it structure, right? Yes. And when you can bring yourself into that balance where the conscious and the subconscious are aligned on the same goal, then you you are in the Christ state. You can create and manifest anything because the will is now uh, inseminating the earth, the, the subconscious mind, the, create, the creation aspect mm. to create the thing that the will wants to be created. Mm. Right? And, and, and I mean, it's, it's so many levels, and 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 yes, I want to keep saying this over and over. One is not dominant over the other; right. they're both necessary. Right, right. They're both necessary, but they are not the same. But they're they're on the same spectrum. If if you understand what I'm saying, the polarity and and the, the D, you know, opposites reconcile. I think that's what you were looking for before. Yes. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Opposites reconcile. So if mm -hmm. you go, if you go all the way to the west of the world, you are gonna end up in the east. Mm -hmm. <laughs> secular, brother. It's, it's, it's always secular. You got it right. So opposites reconcile. So you know we we we're so polarized to thinking that you know it's either or, but it's both, and and it and it it's both at the same time. Mm -hmm. 
And I think we just gotta, we gotta, we, we, we gotta, you know, accept that. We gotta get to a place where we accept that, overstand that, and and rise above the 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 du- the duality thinking of the physical realm, mm-hmm. because in the spiritual realm, you know, you can rise above those laws and, and pick up the Kabbalion. It will help you so much yeah. in understanding these principles. Um, it's, it's written by the three initiates, and, and it's and it's and it's um, it's actually spelled uh, K K Y. Always get this mixed up. Confuse it with Kabbalah, but mm-hmm. it, 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 it's it's spelled. I'm gonna give you the spelling right K- now. K Y B A L L. K Y B. We have mm-hmm. one L I O N. So K Y B A L I O N. All right. Like read that book in your quiet times, and it, I, I, I'm certain that it will help your spiritual growth and understanding because there are lower laws and there are higher laws, mm-hmm. and the way to to you you can't you can't get rid of the laws. The laws are the laws, right? Mm-hmm. But if you rise above in your consciousness, if you rise above the lower laws, then you, you they're still there. Which you're not affected by them, so your pendulum ain't always swinging left to right in those extremes. Yeah, yeah, and and, and you notice, uh, brother Wealth, and in, in, in the Kabbalion, and, and by the way, anybody who who's interested in it, um, I actually have the PDF in my phone, and if you DM me, I can, I can send you a copy of it. Um, but uh, if you notice, though, all of those all of those um, axioms within the Kabbalion, they all exist. Um, they all can't exist without the others. You see what I'm saying? Anytime you talk about correspondence, you're talking about polarity. You know what I mean? You're talking about, um, you know, all, all the rest of them for that matter. So when you talk about, when you talk about that, um, that spectrum, you know, and, and that, that, you know, the further you go up, you know, uh, one end of the spectrum, you're going to end up coming back around to, to what we would consider the opposite. Um, and all things exist simultaneously. Um, that, that says a lot, um, as it pertains to that spectrum, you know, when it comes to masculine, masculinity and femininity, um, just, I guess, kind of simplify that, um, into layman's terms. Um, you know, if that spec, if you look at that spectrum as hot and cold, there's always hotter and there's always colder. So I can be at a hundred degrees, but that's cold compared to something that's at 10,000 degrees, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, that's, that's, that's an excellent, uh, excellent observation that you made there, but I appreciate your wisdom, man. Um, and another, another, um, uh, go, go ahead, God. And then, and then after you, I want to get to, uh, to the wise mind, the brother say, cool. I'm glad to have you in the room, God, but go ahead. Yurima. Yeah. I just want to say too. Um, also we have to keep in mind when, when, uh, talking to referring back to the shadow work, um, and you broke that down so prolifically D. Um, excellent breakdown, right? And exact. Um, we, it's important to remember that that work has to be done by, by, by the individual. A lot of times, um, the greatest healers are the ones that give instruction, but you have to do the work. Nobody else is going to be able to do your shadow work for you. Um, the other, the other part, the other part is that, um, if there's a glitch in the system, um, and let's say there's a glitch and everything goes out, and 
Um, you don't have, we don't have the phone. Um, the lights are out. <clears throat> um, you don't have a candle that you can light to read. It's written in your DNA. So the process of moving into the God body is being able to decode your own DNA. Before there was the book, mm. there was the griot. The person who took the information was able to disseminate the information to generations, to the next generation and pass that on verbally. Before yeah. there was the griot, there was man made manifest into the God body through being able to tap in and decode him self or herself this is what we talk about when we talk about going inside and stepping into our god body or stepping into the goddess body is being able to decode yourself there are some things a book is not going to give you about you yeah that's just facts hell yeah now the book is yeah. the book is great instruction and i'm not downing the kabbalion is it's actually an excellent it's, I put it on the same level as the Metanetta and 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 in and, and those volumes, uh, but we have to also understand that we have the ability to tap into ourselves. There are people that are doing it on this planet right now, and when you see it in real time happening, um, it's it's absolutely amazing. So I just wanted to add that. Thank you. Indeed, God, I appreciate that, man. Indeed. Um, yeah, I, I was going to speak on it, but I, I definitely want to hear uh, brother say, "Cool, how you doing, God? Peace, peace to the God, peace to the God." Um, brother Yarima and brother D, um, and sister Black Nava. I just wanted to say, um, I was in another room where uh the the sister uh was a doctor, you know, from Ghana, and she was trying to say how as black women we have to uh, conform to having straight hair. Uh, to get ahead. And so I brought up Dr. Francis Chris Wellsen and left the room, you know, and she, you know, automatically I said, Dr. Francis Chris Wellsen Afro and automatically she uh, was going to uh, move me off the stage. So I just left, you know, so I just realized that we are a powerful grade of African people as African Americans and people that came up in this consciousness. And, um, you know, it, it comes with a price that you know you know you putting your life on the line to raise somebody's consciousness you know and that's what it is and um yeah i read ancient future by wayne b chandler wayne b chandler i got that book in my hand right now brother that's crazy man yeah wow he, he, i'm holding he, that book right now. he broke down the seven hermetic axioms in detail um and he used many different examples all throughout history so that's a phenomenal book and he also went into the eaching and uh, i'm in my plane Indeed, man. Indeed. I'm, I'm about to have y'all PTR real quick so y'all can see with that book, uh, Ancient Futures. Like, so, so the Kabbalion, um, so, uh, the Kabbalion, uh, <clears throat> the Kabbalion that, you know, we just spoke about, there, there's, it, it's called the Kabbalion of Three Initiates, and there's several different authors who have taken the Kabbalion and, and wrote other books to interpret it from different perspectives and things like that. And I've actually read a couple of different books that are centered around the Kabbalion, but this, the one that, that the brother just mentioned is my absolute favorite, uh, because it's speaking on it from, uh, from, from the, from the perspective, uh, that most of us would, would, uh, would most, uh, you know, relate to. 
Um, so check this out. I'm about to I'm about to PTR this joint right now. Um, in the meantime, brother K Reem, how are you doing, God? Peace. Peace, y'all. Peace. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Oh, I just hopped in. I'm sorry I missed the combo. Um, dealing with <laughs> some stuff for these these uh, young folks. Um, great topic, man. Great topic. Um, I guess I kind of rock with what many people have already said. You know, and I think of the, the true roles of the divine masculine and feminine is, is to, um, you know, for you to get to know yourself. You know, for you to get to know yourself, and and um, and it's it's there. The, the question is, as, as you always say, you know, do you, you know do we tap in? Um, and that's the thing. I, I think people. Um, honestly, some people are, are, are afraid of it. And why? Because, um, you know, it's, it's what's out here, right? The, the crap that you're hearing now, toxic masculinity and hearing this and, and all this foolishness, um, you know, so, so you got people now who are the, the thing that is essential for us to have. Um, we're now being taught that there is something wrong with that or something bad about that or there's something um, and it, it, it comes from a, a misunder on one hand a misunderstanding of it and then on the second hand of it being weaponized right and and so if you can take away something that is so powerful the connection the balance of divine masculine and feminine um, that is connected to to all of us then you know you, you disconnect that person from that consciousness, right? You disconnect that person from from not only from themselves, which is the worst, you know, thing to think about it existing and, and not even being connected to yourself, you know. Um, and then the, the connection that then that then creates with others, and so you got somebody who's just walking around and, and they're just an empty shell. You know, and you see where you talk about, you know, this obsession that we have, like the walking dead with zombies, you know, that, that it, it put out here and there's this obsession in, in, in American and world culture with that because that, that balance of the, you know, the necessity of having that aspect of you, when that's removed, you know, you are just a shell. And, you know, so I think we definitely, as you all are doing and, and have been speaking about, um, you know, one is, is the education piece, um, which, which is brilliant. And, and as, you know, we always talk about the importance of education. Um, and then secondly, it, is having the courage to start doing the work on yourself, that shadow work. Um, and, and related to that, you know, you might find some, some nasty shit, excuse my French, you know, you might find some nasty stuff about yourself, you might find some nasty stuff about, as Dallas said, family, you might find some, just some nasty stuff, you know, um, you might find that stuff about us as, as, as a community, as a people, but it's necessary to do that, you have to go through, you know, that part, that shadow work to, to look at it and to really be able to truly to see yourself and, and, and not only see yourself, but again, but to be connected to yourself. Um, and, you know, with, with the spirit and, and really being connected to that part of you. Um, and so I think that, that the, 
the importance, you know, of the role of the divine masculine and feminine. Um, and we got to continue doing like what we're talking about, that we can't allow other people to, to separate these things. Because what's happening now is, again, that, that second piece of that attack is to separate, you know, um, and, and that is a continuation of the divide and conquer tactics that have been used um, you know, by Europeans and now they're trying to come as your has said, you know, several times, um, even playing that um, military clip for us a, a few weeks ago, that they're not trying to get, get into, you know, the, the neurobiology. They're trying to get into our head. They're trying to get into our spirits. Um, and, and when you do that, that level of warfare, that's that, that another aspect. Um, so we got to be on it and we can't allow that disconnect of the masculine, um, the divine masculine, the divine feminine, uh, we can't allow that to happen. And, and as you all have already said, it starts with us doing our own shadow work and, you know, being available and, and walking it, right? Because when you walk in it, you walk in it and people see it. You know, um, and that's the big thing is that it has to be seen. You know, I work with a lot of young people and it, to see it, you know, and I'm sure we've all experienced it from time to time where you see someone who, who's owning that and walking and you see that balance, whether it be a couple. Um, I, I know Dee had mentioned I think yesterday the, the balance between wealth and, and his wife. Um, when you see when, when you see it within the physical form, so we got, you know, within our southern area, we got, like I said, in the community. And when you see that balance, it's like, wow. You know, and when you mm-hmm. see somebody walking in and they have that balance within themselves, it's like, wow, it hits different and you feel it. Um, and so, you know, we just got to continue to do to do that inner work. Um, and then once we do that, we got to walk in it as well to be those examples for our children um, and for those that are around us so that we can elevate one another. Thank you for your time now. Yes, K Rain. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And believe it or not, man, even though you even though you came in and missed a lot of the conversation, brother, you you are you are right on the frequency, man. You, every a lot of what you just said was you know, was a lot of exactly what we was on, man. So I appreciate you just being tapped in, brother, and, and, and jumping up here with us, man. Um I know Wealth and, and uh Tareen both came off the mic and just all all uh, you know just for the sake of respect, Tareen, if you don't mind, go ahead and jump it up here, and then we'll get to you, though. Okay. Uh, thank you, Sadie. Um, Yeah, I, I just wanted to uh, just to point out, because doing shadow work can also be dangerous, especially if you don't know um, how to react to the different things that get revealed when you're doing shadow work. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is by um, experience. Like a lot of people's uh, demons that they have and the trauma that they deal with, especially starting off when when you start off with your uh, shadow work, depending on how how strong uh, a, a spirit or I guess a stronghold demon, whatever the, the case may be, um, it, it can uh, really bring about some serious issues if you're not prepared for it. Like, a lot of people's uh, uh, traumas uh, and demons start with childhood, right? Um, From behaviors that we develop from childhood by not understanding certain experiences or even if we uh, dealt with uh, afflictions or abuse or anything like that, 
sometimes we have to go to where we may have to speak to a problem. I mean, speak to a person that is the root of our trauma. And a lot of times you have to really prepare yourself for those type of situations because especially if it's strong, like, you know, demons and spirits, you know, is no joke, you know, and they will react when triggered. Um, and they can act out in, in all types of ways. You know, that's why you see all types of crazy things on the news. Some people just try to free themselves, not even consciously knowing that they're doing it, doing shadow work. And next thing you know, they, they getting stabbed or killed or shot because, you know what I'm saying? The person receiving it just, just triggered off the demon and just went crazy, you know? Um, so I just, I just wanted to, uh, to bring awareness to that. So you definitely want to make sure you, uh, uh, just look into like some security when doing shadow work, make, make sure that you, you know, you know what you're doing, making make sure that you're making conscious decisions. And, you know, you really have to have things thought out when communicating different, uh, spirits that you are mm -hmm. actually trying to, you know, get rid of. So I just wanted to, uh, make that point, especially mm. in relationships. Like, uh, it, you know, it's really important. Um, like we were talking before about getting into a relationship with all your traumas, knowing you have, you know, shadow work, different things going on. And like, because you, you are bringing about those spirits and those demons to the other person. So like, can you imagine being in a relationship with somebody and y'all doing shadow work? You know, it can get crazy. <laughs> so right. I'm just, just saying like you, you definitely want to uh, take your time with that and, and know what you're doing like you don't you, you definitely don't want to act off the of impulses when it comes to doing shadow work that's one thing for sure um that, that, that's a good point um I, I want to say that though um you know when we when, when we when we define the work when we define the concept of shadow work um we got to remember that the shadow work deals with our own individual personal subconscious mind, our unconscious mind. Um, the, the individual doing the shadow work, um, it has to tap into self uh, prior to trying to bring that to somebody who they feel like is the cause of that, of that uh, trauma or whatever the case is. The shadow work is what you do when you're sitting at home by yourself. That's the shadow work. The, the, what we, what we talked about earlier as it pertains to, um, as it pertains to uh, like communicating or speaking or doing uh, before uh, tapping into that divine feminine, before receiving uh, first what spirit wants us to understand before we speak, um, those types of things I feel like is kind of the essence of shadow work in the sense that before I go to try to have a triggering conversation with someone and, and, th and this, and this I'm speaking a hundred percent from personal experience because, um, I've dealt with a lot of things, um, with my family. I, I have, I'm talking about wild levels of trauma in my family for a couple of generations that I'm extremely aware of. And I'm very self-aware, um, as, as it, as it pertains to, um, how, how those things have trickled down to me and how it's affected me and my life and my relationships. And, um, I've had a hard time, you know, when I was younger, when I realized that there was a lot that I needed to address, especially with my mother and my father, um, I, I, I knew for a fact that there's no way I could go to my mother. They're, they're like just, just like uh, if you're dealing with a um, with a narcissist who has a temper, 
You know what I mean? Somebody who can't see their own wrong or somebody who can't see, you know, how can you approach them with some shit when they're never wrong? You know, um, when, when you're dealing with that type of energy, um, you definitely can't just come out and say, hey, you know, you, 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 you traumatize me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that that's when, you know, that's that's when those, um, you know, uh, that accusatory or, or uh, you know, a certain type of direct energy would not would not be received well. But again, you know, that that lashing out or that uh, or even just the uh, the action of speaking outward is masculine in concept. So again, we have to we have to do things in succession. We have to do things in order as it pertains to shadow work. We're, we're going into our unconscious minds first, tapping into that divine feminine concept of, um, you know, trying to understand self and understand the subconscious mind. And as you do that, you're able to better um, articulate um, whatever it is prior to you know uh, addressing it among someone outside of yourself. So um, I, I just kind of wanted to say that I actually love um, how you how you brought that around full circle and made it real, you know, because, you know, yeah, things can get wild when you're trying to address certain issues, especially if you're talking about a relationship. But I don't feel like shadow work is something that should be done in a relationship. I don't think two people who still have to do shadow work should be in a relationship together. Um, that's something that has to be done um, with self. Um, and I say it all the time, you know, you have to you have to give yourself enough time to understand what you um, require and what it is that you have to offer. But you can't even get to that until you understand um, how any traumas that you might have experienced might be, um, you know, might be affecting those aspects of self. So, um, again, thank you for that. Um, Brother Wealth, yes, sir. Yes, peace, peace. Um, first off, in all humility, I want to thank K Ring for compliments about being a missus. Uh, I want to thank you for that. And it's the same token, right, because I know we're in an open room and everyone is not on the same level. I want to make it very clear that we are not perfect. We're, we're, we're perfect. I mean, we're um, times with pendulum swings and we, we may we may have to go back to doing shadow work, which ties right into what, um, uh, what, what Dee just said there is a place for shadow work in relationships, right? And I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Why? Because we live in a world where there are times where stuff is going to get through your your, your, your your temple gate, right? And when that time, when those times come about, you might have an enemy in the gates of your mind and you may not see it initially, right? So you got an enemy in the gate. And your mate might point that out to you. Hey, you're acting strange. You, you, you're doing this. You're doing that. And and if I don't, I mean, there's plenty of times my wife is like, hey, you, you behave in a certain kind of way. Like, for instance, when my father died, you know, he died about 12 years ago. And went, probably not even that much, maybe about nine years ago. Yeah. So he died about nine years ago. And he died in the midst of me, um, pretty much being silly, right? We got into a little disagreement and he had called me, you know, me being silly and immature at the time. And I was like, I'm going to make a sweat. I ain't going to answer that call. Two days later, and I was like, I'm going to call him later on on the weekend. Well, that Friday night and Saturday passed away. Unexpected, right? So, so I, immediately, I, I was feeling guilt. 
And that guilt sat in my spirit. And then right after his funeral, I went overseas on a contract, so I'm in a combat zone. So I don't have time to really process what's going on inside of me in that environment. So that enemy in the gate had time to run around and cause chaos. So when I came back home, my wife immediately knew something was wrong with me. I wasn't acting right. I was overly aggressive. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was in a sunken place at times. You know what I mean? And she pointed that out to me. And guess what? It's because she was able to point that out to me and I trusted in her and her wisdom that maybe she could see some things that I wasn't seeing in myself at the time. I went into self and had to do some shadow work. And it'll happen like that in a relationship. But there is, now don't get me wrong, if you are not open to doing any type of shadow work, you're not ready for a relationship, right? Because you can't own anything that's going on inside the gate, right? So you, you, there is a place for it inside of a relationship, and I think it's healthy that at times, you know, you got to go in and speak to temple. You know what I mean? You got to sweep the temple and get the garbage out. Sometimes some, some dust might blow in there, some garbage and some trash might blow in there, and then you got to go inside and, and do that maintenance, right? So um, I, 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 I wanted to say that specifically, you know, just to let the room know, like, listen, there, there's times where we all have to go back and do maintenance. But there's a difference between maintenance and building the car in the first place, right? So if you ain't even start building the vehicle, Right, if you need to start building the temple, right, then you, you, you need to, you know, you got to take care of that first before, you know, you, 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 you jump into a relationship and bring that chaos energy. And in terms of, uh, I guess, addressing to what Corrine uh, said um, uh, about certain people, yes, that's the reality. You know, everyone is not at your level, and when you start this shadow work, you're going to come to new awakening, and it's going to feel inside of you, it's going to feel like, like, wow, I, I see it so everyone else can see this new reality. I've upgraded my vision so everybody else, all I got to do is tell them so they can upgrade their vision. But you got to remember, not everyone has done the work, right? So like D said, you know, it's so crazy. It's, it's not, let me choose my words carefully. It's not crazy. It's so amazing how much we have in common, D, you know, um, because, you know, my mother has that narcissistic tendency to her. Right? And cannot receive criticism of any sort. Because then she's going to reverse that right back around, right back around and redirect that in you. That's what a narcissist does. They can't see any flaws in themselves. And they're going to try to make the person that they might have harmed feel guilty for bringing it up. Right? So, in, 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 in points like that, right? The shadow work is on the inside and the subconscious mind does not. It doesn't differentiate between what we call real and fake. That's why you got to be careful what type of movies you listen to, what type of music you listen to, what type of people you're around in the conversations that they're having at entering your temple gate, right? Because the subconscious mind receives it all as true. So when you're doing that shadow work and you 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 want to confront something that someone may have done that 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 may have caused you harm. Sometimes you can do that inside of your meditation. You can sit there and visualize that person. Quiet your mind. Quiet all the outside stimuli. And visualize the person that you want to speak to. And speak to them in that meditation. Get what you need to get off your chest in that meditation. 
cry if you need to in that meditation. And that that conjuring that you brought up inside your mind, inside your mental, it's your subconscious is not going to differentiate between that conjuring and the actual person. But what's important is the healing that you will get from getting that off your spirit, getting that garbage out your temple. Right? It's gonna re- your subconscious mind is gonna receive it the same way as if you said it to the person, right? And when you come out of that that meditation, you come out from that shadow work, you'll feel a lightness to you, you'll feel a joy and a happiness inside you because you was finally able to have that conversation that you probably don't want to have with the, with the with the physical individual, right? Because they might not be in a position to receive that and might cause you more trauma. So sometimes that's the best way to do things. And when you're doing things like that, you got to also understand that's energy. You're creating an energy. You're creating a focus and a reality. And, and that's what's going to vibrate out into the universe. And some of that energy is going to touch that person that you're focusing on. They might not even know why all of a sudden in their heart they feel a little bit softer. They feel a little bit of regret. They will feel some of that energy and and and. Because you started healing, right? That's gonna that's, that's a powerful emotional state, and and, and that's gonna reverberate out into the spirit world, and it's gonna some of that is gonna touch that person. So don't be surprised the next time you encounter that person, you don't have to have that same conversation with them, but they may start acting different towards you, right? So I just want to put that out there real quick because you know the sh- you know great question about the shadow work. You know it's good that we get in. You know what I mean? Because people need to hear it. We need to know that we can heal ourselves. Whoever hurts you, you can you can go inside yourself and 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 heal from that. Go back to it. It's, it's, I know it. You can even go recreate the whole incident in your mind. Time travel. Pull it back up. Time travel to that point in time where you might have got hurt and speak. Stop the frame. Freeze frame. And stop it right there. And have a conversation with either your younger self so that you can speak to them and heal your younger self so that your, your present self can heal and also speak to the person who might have inflicted the pain and forgive them because forgiveness ain't about the other person. It's about you releasing that garbage out your temple. You carrying it around. That other person that hurt you, they might be living their life talking shit. But you the one that's hurting yourself carrying that garbage around. You got to get that garbage out of the temple. So forgive them and let it go. And free yourself of that garbage. And you'll start to heal. Just like if you had the real conversation. Just like if you went back and changed that moment in time because you did. You just did it spiritually. Okay, can we? Man. Well, hey, brother. Thank you so much, bro. And and I, w- I want to say this real quick, say cool, and I'm gonna let you jump in. Um, <laughs> thank you for that, man. And, and and you really just widened my 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 perspective on 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 that idea of shadow work. And um, uh, uh, again, man, you you be dropping the analogies, bro. And and when you said what you said about building the car and then maintaining the car, um, that's that's what really uh, that's what really got me because I. I'm recognizing that, you know, shadow work is a lifelong thing. Like it's it's not something that you just do and then you're done and, and you you've done the shadow work and now you can jump into a relationship. Um, so thank you for that for that correction, man. And 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 I humbly stand corrected and, and I appreciate that. Um, 
uh, you, sometimes you got to go in there and sweep the temple out, like you said, because that, that dust will, is going to continue to accumulate, um, you know, relationship or not. So uh, understood, brother. I appreciate that. Um, and again, Tareen, I appreciate your input uh, before that. So uh, brother, say cool. What, what was you about to say, King? Yeah, nah, I was going to say that, um, you know, by doing shadow work and, and a lot of the spiritual healing, um, it's great. I'm not saying that it's not great, but just be prepared that your people are going to come for you for trying to, I guess, uh, shift their paradigm. And once you change your paradigm and you're trying to shift their paradigm, um, if they're not ready for change, then they're going to redirect the energy back on you. And then you have to be able to deal with that. You know what I mean? It's the reality of dealing with the fact that not everyone is ready to change their frequency and change their reality. And if they're not on a level where they're ready to make that shift, then they're going to attack you for trying to help them. Yeah, that is, that is facts, man. That is facts. Um, so my plan was to, uh, close the room down around 1230 or so. We're a little bit over time, but, um, I just want to leave y'all with this, man. I, I, you know, we started the room out, you know, we, we, we went into a lot of, uh, a lot of deep, uh, deep topics as it pertains to, you know, the, the sciences of, of masculinity and femininity and just spirit, um, and, and how, uh, you know, how both of those things fit into the context of, uh, of, uh, 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 the way that we operate, you know what I mean? Um, and, and we've gotten, you know, we've, we've brought this conversation all the way around and it got really real, you know, to, to the point of us discussing shadow work and things like that. Um, so I want, I want to thank everybody, um, who's contributed to the conversation. I think that this has been extremely insightful. Um, uh, for those who don't know, this is only the second room that I've opened, um, in, in this uh, club, new energy, um, and so far, you know, it's, we, we're on a roll and, uh, I'm just grateful to everybody who, uh, uh, who jumped in and, and had a part in the conversation. Um, like I said last time, um, I'm open to, to topics and different ideas, uh, that, that you all would be interested in discussing. And, uh, I also would like y'all to encourage other people to, to jump in. Um, these are conversations that are, that are not superficial whatsoever and, uh, and it, challenges all of us to tap into parts of ourselves that we don't necessarily uh tap into um you know normally so again you know i appreciate um you know the insightful conversation and uh you know thank y'all man thank y'all a lot <laughs> um i want to say this too um for those who may not know um i create uh crystal jewelry um you can look at my page and my work um a lot of the things that we talk about uh, the reason why I feel like it's, um, you know, the reason why I opened this room up in the first place is because um, there are external tools that we use uh, to, to be able to balance certain energies and to be able to uh, to tap into to spirit. Um, but these things are all crutches. These things are all, again, external. And like the brother Welch just said, I, I want to challenge and implore all of us to be able to uh, to tap into our unconscious and, and to to, uh, to kind of manifest the, the healing within ourselves um, and not to feel like, you know, there's always something or someone outside of us that, you know, we have to uh, attach ourselves to in order to do so. Um, it definitely is an internal journey. Um, so I just want to challenge everybody to go in, you know, uh, actually meditate, actually spend time with self. Um, and, uh, 
and everything else falls into place. You know, um, this conversation wasn't necessarily about uh, relationships per se, but you know, our relationship with self is the first relationship and it is the most important. Uh, and then from there, all other relationships spring forward. So, um, you know, again, you know, I got much love for all of y'all and I'm tired as hell. So I'm going to go ahead and tap out. If anybody has something brief to add, um, feel free. And then after that, I'm going to go ahead and close the room out. Hey King, I just want to tell you, man, thank you. Right. So much gratitude and love in your direction for creating this space where we can build and, 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 foster an environment for more understanding and a way to heal, you know, because that's what a lot of us need. We need a lot of healing in our community. And I think this is an awesome space. The conversation so far has been amazing and productive. And uh, I look forward to the next one. Likewise, God. Thank you so much for that, man. Thank you. And uh, yeah, man, uh, so the brother Dwayne Wealth, um, he and his wife uh, have a club also called power couples in business. So follow that brother um, and follow everybody else that's on stage. Um, and, uh, you know, tap into the family, you know, everybody, most of us that are in this room, uh, you know, we're, we're familiar uh, through the mastermind Alliance rooms with Yarima Karama. Um, so I just want to thank y'all for, you know, um, for bringing that energy over here as well, man. And, um, you know, I look forward to seeing y'all in the next room. Uh, so much love to the family again. And, I am about to close this room in five, Peace, four, love, and life. Three. Peace, love, and life, fam. Peace, fam. One. Peace, love, and abundance, y'all. Out. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, then make the switch now to OTWTube.com and get the Yurima Karama app. Tap into the truth because that's what you deserve. I am Yurima Karama, and I approve this message.
Look it up. Loud individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Sing the Ashley Production. Ashley Production. Ashley Production. Ashley Production. On the wake up.